All right. Welcome to episode 390 of Geeksters. I'm your host, Ed. I'm your host, Sean. Did you say 390? That's right, 390. Wow, we're almost hitting the big 400. There you go. Ten more weeks, baby. <laughs> God, I don't, God, I wish we would probably do nothing like we did for episode 300. <laughs> the same kind of thrills and chills we did for 300 and more. For That's right. The same mediocrity you expect in the past 300 episodes, you're still going to get in the next 400 episodes. <laughs> That's right. <coughs> so, how was your week, man? Uh, good. Uh, you know, I had a, f- a couple ups and downs. Uh, you know, uh, I'll go with the with the ups first, you know. Okay. Um, I saw... Uh, I saw... Um, uh, something I got for Christmas, which was the Mortal Kombat Legends, The Revenge of Scorpion. Um, I watched that this week and uh, highly enjoyed it. It was really good. I don't think it's like, oh, my God, you got to see this. Go buy it now kind of thing. But for me, you know, you know, I mean, Warner Brothers made it. It's 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 along the lines of a like a DC superhero movie in a way. Um, you know, where you kind of feel sorry for the, you know, main star, which happens to be Scorpion. Um, I did like some of the characters that they had in it. I mean, you, you know, the characters, if you, you know, Mortal Kombat and, you know, uh, uh based off some, some storylines and all like Johnny Cage is like the film actor, you know, extraordinaire kind of like a celebrity type of person. And Liu Kang is kind of like the, I think the Bruce Lee, uh, style character, and right. Sonya Blade's kind of the female tough girl, you know, I mean, that they, they kind of put in now in, in these, these games that have a female, you know, uh, um, presence in the game. Um, right. But uh, but the the interaction was neat. It was funny. Um, you know, there was, a, there, I mean, it wasn't laugh out loud and it wasn't really a lot of character development, you know, but it's, it's, it's a, it's a fighting movie. You know, so that's, that's what you're going to get a lot of. If you, you know, it's a popcorn movie in a way, a comic, a cart, I'm sorry, comic. Let me try it again. A cartoon uh, popcorn movie is basically as best I could put it. You know, it's, it's got a lot of cool fight sequences in it. And, and, uh, um, uh, I did like the art, some of the artwork that the art design was done in it. So it's a, it's an interesting watch. I'm saying, just, I don't think it's run out and get it, you know, type of thing, but it's, it's definitely worth a watch. And, and, uh, you know, if you, if you have a copy or, you know, you can see it for cheap or nothing, then definitely go check it out. Okay. All right. Um, 
What else did you do? Uh, I also watched a documentary. Um, this is on YouTube, so you can watch it for free. By the way, so that's you know, this is you know, a little plug. All, all these, all these apps and all these different things that you have, Roku and uh, cutting the cord. What's it comes down to? So great documentary on YouTube today. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the same. Part of it's free. I mean, they say like Roku channels free. So anything you watch on Roku channel, you're you're not paying for, and and you know so on. There's there's a lot of apps that are free. Uh, um, uh, what do you call it? Uh, free, you know, apps that you can watch just have commercials running through. And I have to tell you, like watching this one in particular, um, it was it was it was good because. There, I didn't really, really remember any commercials through it. To be honest with you, if there was, it was like few and far between. And it was, it was, it, 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 you know, like I said, it was a, it was a documentary, and it was. Um, I'm trying to look for it real quick. <laughs> it was called. It was called the Image Revolution. Was what the the name of it was called. I wanted to get the correct name before I, you know I, uh, I went on. And uh, basically, it's it's the uh, it's 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 about Image Comics in the '90s and how they formed, why they okay. formed, uh, what happened to them. You know, it's kind of like watching. I don't know if you ever watched them on VH1 back in the day when you know music videos were popular and 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 you know it wasn't so much reality TV. And VH1 had this special. It was behind the music. And it was always about like a band, and it was like that same formula over and over again. You know how they started, and it, right, you know, and things they got too big for their things, and all of a sudden, like the animosity started. It could have been like drugs or or something like that, or drinking, or you know those kind of things with the pressures of of keeping this, you know, uh, um, uh, keep keeping this up for for long periods of time was very difficult. Um, and it, it 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 was interesting. Like I said, it was it. I wasn't really surprised by a lot of it, you know. But some of it, I was kind of like, oh, okay, like, because I, I mean, you know, we were a part of that in a way. I mean, in the nineties, I mean, I don't know how much of image you collected back then. I mean, I didn't do too much image collecting, but I remember certain aspects of it going to a comic book store and how much they were plugging image because of who, who these creators were, you know, like Jim Lee and, uh, uh Rob Weifeld and, uh, um, uh, Todd McFarland and, you know, Todd McFarland toys. When that came out, how, how revolutionary those, those that kind of, um, thing were, I, I mean, I, cause I don't think there was like too many like statue artwork, uh, back in the nineties for a lot of like superheroes or, or, uh, 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 you know, of course, they had a, he had a lot of sports icons too for his uh, uh, branding uh, to do to make toys in, in his thing back in the day. But like, like that was like like a new thing, you know, like like it, it expanded beyond comic books, you know. And that was that was always interesting to me, you know. But it's just you know, and then just to, to hear like how like partnerships came and what they did, and it was it, like I said, it's it's a definitely interesting watch if you're if you're into comic books and you like any of the image titles uh that were out at any point in time this is this is really really worth worth a watch because like i said it, it you you do you see the interview it's basically the interviews of the um uh, artists back in the day and then today like they you you know you, you see them as like what they were talking about at the time and then what they're now they're reflecting on it you know like gotcha. you know okay. and it was it was it was it's like i said it's it's worth a watch it's it was enjoyable i highly recommend it 
Um, okay. The next one I'm actually going to save because I think you, hopefully you saw what I'm going to, was going to talk about. I'm going to save that for a little bit uh, later. Um, but the next <laughs> thing is uh, I'm going to talk about tooth. What's that? Oh, pre- pressure. pressure. I'm like, what did I, well, I'm like, oh no, I got to remember what I said I was going to do. <laughs> <laughs> well, this Friday, something big dropped on Disney plus. Did you see it? Okay, I watched uh, uh, okay, okay. it. Uh, yes. But when we'll get into that right now, because I know we'll probably talk about that a little bit more in length than just a quick okay. blurb. But I do want to do the, the two down things that happened to me this week. One is a minor thing, but it's it's really for somebody like me, it's a major thing. My battery in my watch died. And, oh, no. And I'm a watch. Like, I know you know where our watch is. And, and you, you know, you, you. You know, like, oh, everybody's got a phone and all. I'm like, I am so used to just flipping my wrist. And the thing that bothers me most is is that I cannot wear a watch. Like, it feels so weird not to have something on my wrist. Like, it's 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 bizarre. And I haven't had a chance to go buy a battery to get it fixed. So I've been walking around with a dead watch on my wrist. So you were here, okay. Well, I was going to backtrack a little bit. I wore a watch for a very, very long time. Like, I I mean, I've all throughout, like, high school, junior high. Like, I've always with, with always had a watch. Uh, even after I started getting a cell even after I had a cell phone, I've had a watch. I had a watch for so long that I used to have a, a permanent tan line around my wrist. Yes. Where my phone used to be. My phone, where my watch used to be. Um, and then again, it did dawn on me at one point in time. I was like, well, I have a cell phone now that has the time on it. I don't need a watch. Plus, I'm kind of klutzy and and very bull in China shop. That watch, believe it or not, makes me bang into shit. Like, <laughs> I, I, <laughs> yeah, you don't, you don't even how many times I walk through a doorway, and for some reason the doorway can have it, you know, they have the handle, and I'll hit the watch on the uh-huh. door handle almost every time. I'm like, I, I can even be careful and, and think my way through the doorway because I'm like, I'm not going to hit my watch this time. And it's like, and then all of a sudden something happens like, bang! I'm like, motherfucker. <laughs> it, it, it's like there's some sort of property where you walk through a doorway and the doorway shrinks a little bit. Uh, and just you just that clip. And I used to have, um, okay, well, this is going to date myself. I used to have... Um, the swatch watches. Remember those? Uh, the brand name? Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Gee, sure, you bougie bastard, you. <laughs> like, ooh, see, you had the swatch watch. <laughs> see, that's the thing. Like swatch watch, and you would like, I, like if if you knew Sean, like I knew Sean, swatch watch would never be like some kind of poser thing that you would never wear, <laughs> and apparently you had one. I had I, I went through a, a, quite a few, um, and what would happen is eventually I would hit my wrist. I would hit the, the watch so hard that the band would break. Like it, the the metal rod that holds the band in place would would snap eventually or pop off. And I had to spend like you know putting those little those watch guard those watch wristbands are kind of tiresome and 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 annoying at times. Mm-hmm. Um. I did, and then I I went through phases. Okay, well, with with the swatch is, um, it's you know there's the numbers around the dial, or if you were lucky, or sometimes you had the one was just a uh, like a little thing at the twelve o'clock part, and you had to kind of 
visualize the numbers because it was a blank face except for the 12 o'clock part, the number 12. And then you'd have to kind of go, oh, I think it's 1.30. I'm not sure. It could be 2.30. I, there's no numbers on this thing, so I have to take a guess. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> you want to watch Facebook? No. I had I had watch faces with maybe just like you know like the twelve six nine and three, I I, I would have had I think I had one that just had like a, um, a like a, I guess a fake diamond at the top like or like something shiny I forget it. I'm going to say it's a diamond yeah. a, a, a cubic zirconia at the twelve some spot. kind of quartz uh, like diamond thing yes yeah something I mean the watch I mean and I was just. I, ha- I actually, believe it or not, I the last watch I bought is actually still, I could see it right now because it's on a shelf, um, and I got it at my job. It's a black watch that has a bunch of bets. Um, it's like a Batman watch. It's just got a bunch of bets on it. It's all black. It's like black on black with shiny black accents, and it's kind of <laughs> But it's not a digital watch. It's, a, it's an analog watch. Yeah. That means, you know, so... Uh, I'm reaching up for it right now. See, I'm going to look at it. It has, it's got the black bat symbol, and then behind it, it's got a bunch of bats, a bunch of bat symbols behind it. So it almost looks three dimensional. And the glass part, because uh, it's from Arkham Knight, by the way, that's how bougie it is. The band <laughs> is black, and it's got the seconds around the band. The band is black, so <laughs> around the faces got black raised letters, <laughs> and then the glass itself is got a, a like a. I'm going to say it's like a little crosshair at the twelve, six, nine, and three. There are legitimately no numbers on it, none, <laughs> none, except like those those four markings, and then maybe like let's see, it's a uh, twelve. Well, I guess maybe two. Three, four, yeah. I can't. It's it's really legitimately just lines at twelve, three, six, and nine. Wow. <laughs> and I'm like, it's a nice watch. It's it's kind of cool looking. Stacy wants me to wear it. I'm like, I'm I'm not gonna wear it because I know I'm gonna inevitably bang it into something, and I'll either crack the glass or scratch it or fuck it up in some way, shape, or form, and I'll be like, son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm like at this point now I'm like well what's the point I have a cell phone so I just carry the cell phone around. I, <laughs> so so you being the person that you are I know you've always had a watch it's a digital watch. Yes. Um you're also is it it's the one with the calculator on it? No, no. <laughs> no, I never I can never I can never forget one of those I never, ones. I could never afford that one. That was high class for us in high school. <laughs> That was high end nerd. I'm I'm low end. <laughs> Please, uh, high end nerd is the actually you know like the the watch, the digital watch with the calculator on it. You're low end nerd where it's basically just Star Wars watch. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't even afford those. What do you? What do you think? I made of money? Jesus Christ! It's like a little Death Star, but in the center is C3PO with his, just his arms and his arms like Mickey Mouse just goes around. <laughs> <laughs> and every hour a year, R two <laughs> just decided a new watch. <laughs> so you've been how long? Well, how long has the battery been dead? I think Monday since Monday, 
But here's the thing, like, like I, I, I've could, I've could have gone any time and really replaced this battery, you know, like because you'd have to go to Watch Place or, or you know, some kind of jeweler to get it done. And I'm sure I could have gone anywhere at any point and got it done. But here's the thing, like, I'm thinking actually getting a smartwatch because I'm like, I'm like, I might as, I might as well because you, you can you can charge that, you know, so the battery doesn't really die. I mean, you just runs low and then you have to charge it every couple of weeks or every few weeks or whatever it is. So I was thinking, thinking about that. So that's kind of why I'm still wearing a dead watch for seven days. Even wearing a watch carcass on your wrist for a week. Because I've tried. I, I, like Monday, I was like, it was dead, and I took it off. I'm like, all right, I put it in my pocket. And for like hours, it was like, I, I you, you keep grabbing your list. Like, like, oh, my God, where's my watch? And you go, oh, that's right. It's, it's dead in my pocket. So after a while, it was just easier just to put the watch on my wrist. Now, of course, I still look at it like I want to know what time it is. And I go, oh, crap. Look at a dead watch going, I wonder what time it is. Ah, shit. And then pull out your phone. (laughs) 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 The amount of times is amazing. (laughs) How many times I did did that this this week. It's it's, I can't count how high it is because it's too high to count. I, I if I can't count, you know why? Because my watch used to have a stopwatch, but it's dead, so I can't count for shit now. <laughs> so, well, Stacy's got a smartwatch. She she dipped her toe in the smartwatch pool. Um, I um she she likes it. She's been having. She's got a metal allergy, and recently the I think the um buckle has been kind of giving her some issues lately. Mm-hmm. But outside of that, I mean, she's got one. She likes it. It's not a, it's not a, um, I'm, I'm going to say name brand watch. Cause she's got a, she's got a galaxy phone. Pretty much the same one like I have. Um, and she was thinking about getting a galaxy smartwatch, but then she looked and like, she got it for, I got it for her for Christmas. It's one of those like, well, she told me which one to get her for Christmas. I <laughs> mean, let's, let's be accurate. Um, <laughs> uh, it wasn't like, oh, this came to me all by myself because I'm smart like that. <laughs> no, it was legitimately like, Sean, you're going to buy this for me. Oh, okay, just act surprised. <laughs> 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 um, she likes it a lot. I mean, she's enjoying it. It doesn't do – like it can't – she can't talk through it. Like, you know, it, it, it'll it'll tell her like when a message goes up who the message is from and maybe like the first couple lines of it. Mm. But she, I don't think she can't really – um, it's smart in the function of saying, "Hey, your phone just went off. This is who it is." You can, um, but you can't talk through it. I don't think. Okay. Um, she, t- she certainly can't respond to messages on her watch. No, she's not Dick Tracy. You know, that's basically is the <laughs> is the only, uh, only thing I, th- I can think of. She would actually be like, "Oh, look, Sean texts me. I can text him back. Let me pull out my phone and boop, 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 boop." But it gives her an idea of whether or not it's important enough to actually warrant a text back. Versus always pulling out her phone when her phone goes off. Yeah, you know, especially when when you're working or anything like that, she can just look at the watch and go, "Oh, it's you know my sister, or it's my well, I meant my sister, I mean it's Stacy's sister, or my sister could have texted her, you know, um, or it's her mother or something like that." And she'd be like, "Oh, look, that's not important. I can move on about my day, and I'll get back to that." Right. You know, so, I, I mean. You could talk to her. I mean, I don't remember the name brand. I really should look at my Amazon purchases because it's probably there. But um, were you like, how deep are you looking at at brands and stuff? 
Well, I was, I was, I was looking at like, you know, like various, like I went on Amazon, you know, you just start putting a smartwatch and see what, see what comes up. And, you know, that's how I start like looking for stuff and seeing like something, you know, and then, you know, question like the brand of it. Like, like, is it, is it something that like, you know, is, is you know, can I buy it quickly and cheaply and that kind of thing. And like Samsung did come up. So I was like, okay. And there was like the Fitbit two, which is uh, $60. I was like, okay. Cause I don't want to spend like a, like a over a hundred hours for this thing. I don't, right. I don't right. spend over, over, I don't spend a lot of money on my, on my phone. I don't want a more expensive watch that I can bang <laughs> up versus the phone I'm carrying. <laughs> the phone's worth more. The watch is worth more than the phone. <laughs> So that's the that's the kind of you know I mean it's my, I have a Samsung Galaxy but it's not like one of the top like tier ones it's a it's a mid tier to bottom tier one and it, but it works just the same as you know as the Galaxy S series you know it's it's sure. you know it's just not as fancy um, but uh, yeah so that's that's kind of like what I'm thinking of of doing you know I haven't made a decision yet and I'm you know I'm you know it's like and I'm like well you know and I'm I'm still mowing I could just get a a, a, a battery just to save some time now and just just so i can have this watch working so i don't keep looking at a dead watch going what time is it ah oh, man it's dead o'clock again <laughs> dead o'clock <laughs> it's half past i don't know <laughs> <laughs> gee according to my watch it's i don't know at the flight it's the latest am i late i don't know <laughs> So, yeah, so, and then the other bad thing, which this something, this hasn't happened to me, and I know, and I, and I thought about it because I had to really think about this. This hasn't happened to me in decades and, 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 and a lot. Like, I, I really can't say, like, like, remembering the last time this happened to me. I'm playing Cyberpunk 2077. Okay. And the, the game crashed on me. Oh, no. Yes. I mean, it wasn't. It wasn't like it was because it was just really. There's a there's a bunch right now. The audience is going, "Oh, gee, his game crashed once." <laughs> once. But it was just so such, weird. It just was so bizarre. Problem. <laughs> but it was just so bizarre to me because it was just like, I'm like I'm like I've had I've had games like freeze on me and and yeah you know, or or you know like. Probably like the, the NES days. That's that, that's probably the last time I remember. And it was like that's it. It was like freezing. It wasn't like a. I guess I would consider me a crashing. Um, sure. But that's because it's like I've played it for like hours on end. Like you know, like f- you know, for like you know, like twelve hour, you know, almost hours, you know, because it's right. and, and you walk away going, that's right, the game gave up. Game's like, you know, <sighs> right, it overheated, it's like, fuck off, you know, it's like, it stops. It's like, like no, I need a break. You've been playing for 12 hours straight, dude. I need, I need to take a knee. I'm crashing. I'm crashing right now, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> so, so it's like, you know, so, so since then, like, and I, and I've played games now less and less, you know, more casual gamer than before, you know, and, uh, it was it was just so weird because I was like I just started playing the game. It wasn't like I was in it for hours on end, you know, like kind of thing. I decided I'm like I'm just gonna ride through Night City in my car. <laughs> just, I'm just gonna take a drive, nice, just, nice leisurely drive, nice leisurely drive. If I see something happening or you know something something's gonna something's gonna happen, I'm gonna you know take I'm gonna, a look. I'm gonna, I'm gonna and <laughs> here I am. 
Rico patrolling this night city looking for crime. <laughs> sure, I'm, you know, I was just like, I'm just like, I'm like, I'm because I'm like, I'm like, I want to get used to more, you know, playing the game, shooting, that kind of thing. So I'm driving by and there was there was this scuffle going on. So I stopped, got out of my car. <laughs> hey, fellas, stop, please. I tried to calmly try to calmly de-escalate the problem. So there, and it- <laughs> <laughs> there, there was this woman getting mugged. So I pull out my machine gun and I start. <laughs> I yeah, I, yeah, that's what you tend to do. Like, oh look, um, oh, uh, there's a oh a slight mugging. I know what to do. Where's my machine gun? <laughs> sure. <laughs> Where's my assault rifle? That's, it's not a hey, sir. Stop assaulting that woman. It's. Let me shoot this guy right in the face. But I have poor gun control, so I want to shoot her too. <laughs> well, she she hit the ground. I started shooting, so she knew what to do. Apparently, so I start I started shooting. Now at this point, I am backing into a tree of some sort, and there's these branches over my face. So I can't see what's going on. It's flickering in in front of my face. So it's like I see a little bit, and then it goes back to the branch. I see a little bit and go back to the branch. So I start moving again to get out of that, like because I'm like I need a better sight to to, to shoot because I'm a terrible shot as it is. But with a machine gun, you really don't need to be a great <laughs> shot. <laughs> you just gotta have to point and shoot and hope for the best. That's right. <laughs> so in, in mid in mid you know flicker. As I was moving, the computer, the the scheme just literally stopped and dropped, and it said it crashed. There was like a system crash, and it was rebooting this the 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 PS4. And I'm like, "You're shitting wow. me." That's that's a good one. <laughs> it's like, are, are you? I'm like, are you kidding me? I'm like, it's like, no, it's that really happened. I'm like, wow, this is. This I, is- I've never had it where it rebooted my whole system. I've had it where it's like the. It's like, oh, the game crashes and the blue screen of death comes up. And it's like, oh, game crashed. Would you like to report the error? And it's like, yeah, sure, report it. And then they never really tell you what exactly happened. It's like some code and it goes, okay, you were sending it to so-and-so. And then you go about your day, but you have to hopefully it auto-saved right before it happened. Right. Yeah. And you it know? did. I mean, it, it, it put me in the last, like I said, at that point, though, I wasn't that far in the game. So it wasn't really that much of a loss. So I was able to go right. back, and I'm like, well, I'm going to do this again, you know, because I, I was just down the street driving, you know, through, and I'm like, here it is again. So I got out of my car, and this time I'm like, I'm going to go, like, instead of the one side of the street, I'm because it was on a street corner, I'm going to go to the other side and <laughs> and start, let, you know, shooting lead and see what happens, and that's... <laughs> it was then I started lighting all the trees on fire. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, damn tree, get in my way. You know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna kill the tree. <laughs> so I was like, you know, so it was, it was just, it was just so bizarre. I was like, wow, Mike. I'm like, I've never seen that happen. Like I said, up until till NES, like Super Nintendo never happened. Like other other like Nintendo systems never really had that problem. Never had that problem I could think of. I'm trying to, you know. Because I remember just like I remember playing like uh, was it Kung Fu on uh, the NES, and you could play that forever because there was really no end to it. Just kept going and going and going, right? And you, we would keep going just to see how like because it was got more complicated with the more you know uh, you know it was a simple game you know back then, and then all of a sudden it just 
you know, you got to a point where it's just like it overheated. Or, or even the Zelda game, because you would play that for hours because you would die and you would start all over again. Or, right. you know, you have to go, you get so far and you didn't have a save point. And you're like, fuck, I just, I just burned three hours, you know. So you, you go back and do those three hours again and get further. And then, you know, uh, you get to a, you know, save point or whatever. And you, you, you know, be able to move on from there. And, and, uh, you know, and then that, that's, that's when it would like sweat out, you know, or, or, or burn out because it was so overheating. But uh, give me a second, okay? Okay. <laughs> sorry, Ed. Uh, you there? Yeah, I'm here. Yeah, sorry. I had a bit of a of a of being at home. My uh, had a bit of an interruption. My dad had to ask about like some, some question about Stacy. Didn't know I was on the air. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm kind of like it, it. I don't think it registered to him that I'm actually doing the show because he still was like so. Anyway, like, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, Dad, I'm, I'm on the phone. <laughs> Hang up. <laughs> I was just a girlfriend. <laughs> Stop this. <laughs> Can't you see I'm on the phone? <laughs> like, like a teenage girl. <laughs> Dad! <laughs> Stop embarrassing me! <laughs> I'm an adult! I can do what I want! <laughs> Not under my house, Missy. Oh, <laughs> uh, no, no, sir. <laughs> anyway, so, uh, congratulations, Ed. You had your first game, major game crash from Cyberpunk. Yeah? <laughs> <laughs> Crazy. He's a harp. Our little boy's growing up. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. yeah, so there you go. So that was the that was the uh, the the ups and downs of my normal thing. And of course, I think the the big thing to me this week was the they uh, released the first two episodes of Wandavision on Disney Plus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They did, Ed. Yeah, they did. Why? Why do you put it like that? I mean, that was kind of bizarre. Because <laughs> I thought they were gonna, I thought they were gonna dump it all. I didn't know that. You know what? I blame myself in this situation. You have to. <laughs> well, yeah, because and, you know, I'm like, okay, Wandavision starts. Woohoo! This is gonna be great. You know, um, they're like half hour episodes. That I'll be able to blow through it through the weekend. Whatever. Like, yeah, this is gonna be awesome. And it's like the first two episodes. And I'm like, but. Where's the rest? Like, why? Why? Oh, fine. Like, it was just, I'm like, I'm, I'm assuming it's every Friday is going to be an episode. Oh, yeah. I don't, I, I was like, I don't know what the release schedule was. Like, for all I know, it could have been like, yeah, first two episodes are start Friday, but the show plays Monday. Like, I, I didn't know. <laughs> so, because all I knew was supposed to be like, hey, the, the 15th of January, it's coming out. I'm like. Yeah, and I'm all, I come home from work, I'm getting all settled in, I'm like, yeah, this is going to be great, this is going to be awesome, two episodes, wait, what? <laughs> like, okay, well, alright, let's watch them. Um, I thoroughly enjoyed the episodes, I did, I'm not going to lie, I'm not going to be like, you know, I'm, I mean, yeah, sure, I'm kind of upset about me not being able to binge watch it, but I'm, I'm spoiled, you know, from now from like Netflix and 
some other channels where they binge, you can binge watch it. Um, but I should have known because it's Disney. Mandalorian comes out once a week. Why would they do that to any of their other? Why would they not do it to any of their new shows? Right. You know what I mean? Right. Um, I think it also too depends what it is because I think I, I was watching the six one six, and I think they dumped them all on one shot. But I mean, well, that's the thing. It, is, it depends on it depends on what it was. Like that's that's the thing that makes this more difficult. Is like because like like a lot of stuff that they would watch, watch like show on Disney Plus, not Disney Plus, Disney like the Disney Channel or you know other uh, Disney formats. If they've already released the full season, then you, they're going to dump the full season. They're not going to do the week to week episodes. It's only the right. like, Disney Disney Plus originals that are doing the full thing. Now I know I. Oh, you still there? Yeah. Okay, you're, you're kind of going. I'm like, where is he? Here. Yeah, yeah, I'm here. Are you here? I'm here now. How about that? Okay. All right, that's better. Yeah. Ooh. I must have pressed Rush on something. Up. Like rough show this week, kids. <laughs> <laughs> Technical difficulties galore. <laughs> um, yeah, it's it's like it's as if it's playing Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. The show crash, kids. The show crash. <laughs> we walked into a tree. That's what happened. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, I was I was saying I don't know how much I got through, but it was basically like. If Disney, if Disney Channel or some Disney thing was a, the past had the full uh, show, they would they would release all the episodes that way. They wouldn't, you know, it might give you one season at a time or something like that, but they'll give the full season. But if it's a Disney Plus original, uh, it's one week at a time. Now I know some things were dumped, but I think it's like the smaller stuff that was uh, uh, like a few minutes or something like that that they they released right. it. But I know like. Like even like the they had like Disney shorts or whatever they were releasing those like once a week you know like that's the, their you know their uh, just just so that you can come back I mean Disney's like yeah you'll 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 rent one month and then <laughs> you'll, you'll watch it all and then get canceled it's like yeah we're gonna keep you guys for a couple months at least yeah we're not stupid we're not HBO Max <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so so you like the first two episodes um yeah I mean I. They're okay. I'm gonna put it this way: they're very strange, <laughs> and it 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 definitely feels like it's one of those things where it's a slow burn, meaning that you're gonna have to watch every episode. Um, apparently, Stacy sent me like a an, a link that took a lot of Easter eggs and stuff, which I'm not really. I'll, I'll read back on my own time. Uh-huh. I as as a TV consumer, um, I feel like it's doing some of the homages in, in a disservice. And here's what I'm gonna say: the first episode definitely was the Dick Van Dyke scene uh, set. Okay, De- definitely. The second episode definitely the Bewitch set. Yes. You know, um, I know that when they get into the '70s, I, I believe it looks like um, the Brady's home. You know, like so. I know that they're they're taking these um, famous sitcom houses and putting Wanda and Vision into it. Now, why? How? That's obviously they'll get painted as the as the episodes keep going, uh-huh. but there's a part of me that just goes, okay, what kid's going to know that that's the Dick Van Dyke set? What kid's going to know that that's Bewitched? And it's like only people who've seen those shows are going to go, hey, that kind of looks like the Dick Van Dyke set, except instead of an ottoman, there's a chair. 
or with the Bewitched set, there was, I mean, I knew the table and the, and the kitchen and the, and the dining room table, but they had the sofa turned around a little bit. They just made a slight change to make it a little different. And I'm like, okay, I appreciate it as a, as a person who's a kid who watched those shows. Like, I'm curious to see if they're going to do like an I Dream of Genie kind of set. You know, like how, how deep are they going to go into these traditional, these famous sitcom houses? Because um, I went from like 50s to 60s, I believe it's going to be 70s, 80s, 90s. I guess I'm assuming it's going to try to go up to modern day, I'm assuming. I, I don't know. That's a guess because they didn't, they're not giving too much information out on the episodes outside of, hey, here's this wacky thing going on. And at the end, it's a little bit more like more of a mystery, like very David Lynchian, kind of like, what's going Why? Why is that happening? That seems very bizarre. That who's watching the TV? Who's who's watching them? Watching that? What's going on? <laughs> uh, that being said, though, I do like it. Um, I, I, I I'm willing to kind of go. Okay, you know what? This is a ride. Let me strap in. Let me not be quick to judge right out the gate. Yeah, like, oh, I think it's stupid. Like, I knew it was going to be a, a sitcom-esque. Um, laugh track was kind of weird. You know, we're not really laughing. Apparently, they filmed in front of a live studio audience in some of the episodes. Uh-huh. Um, but I'm kind of like, okay, well, where is this going to go? How does this tie into everything else? Like, oh, okay, that's I, I kind of think I know that symbol. And then the internet confirms it. I'm like, okay, well, how is that... In- how is that going to play out? And I'm like, okay, like I said, I, I'm I'm not like blown away by it, right? Because I don't know what I'm supposed to be looking at. You know, I'm, I know I'm enjoying it, and I'm curious to see where it's going to go. But I'm not like, oh my god, it's fucking amazing! I, this is te- television redefined, Ed. <laughs> it's, it's, it's not like that for me. I'm like, okay. How are they going to do this? How they, I'm like, I'm curious and I'm interested and I'm intrigued, but I'm not like, like going into work the next day, kicking indoors, going, "Oh my god, did you see One Division? Oh my god, it's awesome!" It's not, <laughs> it's, it's not water cooler talk, as I would, I would put it. it it's just me. <laughs> can you believe it was? Can you believe it was a black and white? <laughs> And then at the end, it was in black and white again. (laughs) (laughs) So, (laughs) so what do you think about it? I thought it was awesome. Now, the thing is, is that I watched Legion uh, on FX, and it was along those same lines where it's just like, there was a lot of things that didn't make sense and they explained things to you like, and you, and you go, Holy smokes. And then when you got to the end, you're going, Oh, now I get it. Now it all links up. Now, now it all makes sense. Like you have, like you have to binge watch the whole series to understand it. Truly like, like this to me is like, it's great, but it sucks at the same time because it's like, yeah, this is this is kind of like, yeah, this is what they should have released like every episode all at once. So you can binge watch it and go, now I get it. Like now I have to wait like a week and hopefully get more than one episode a week now until the end of it, whatever this ends. And you're going, 
oh, all right. You know, now it's like, okay, I'm going to watch this. I mean, I got it. Like, I understood it. Like, some things I picked up on right away because of, I guess, because like I said, when I watched Legion, it was along those same lines. It was like there were subtle uh, hints in the episode that you go in. All right, now I get it. You know, now I understand it. And and my wife and I already broke it down to what it what it was. And you know, I'm not going to say what it is here because you know, uh, should I? <laughs> should I? Should I mean, I, I don't. <laughs> should I get my I, theory? I don't know. No, don't spoil it for anybody. Because <laughs> I mean, like, I don't know if I'm right or not. That's the thing. Like this is just is just my guess. But based oh, on okay. based on what I, I like know from like history like this is this is what i was getting at you know and this is this you being like hey i've watched enough television to kind of surmise what's going on yeah okay all uh, right what do you what do you what do you got let's get let's get your theory well this this is my wife and i so i'm, I'm not taking full credit <laughs> I'm taking full credit because if i'm wrong i'll blame it all on her but if if, it, if, if i'm right it's all my idea <laughs> <laughs> she just comes <laughs> well, it, we we figure it's after the events of um, of Endgame, and okay. and the fact that you know that Vision dies, uh, spoiler. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! <laughs> that Wanda is it's like it's like deep in her mind, like the, she's like kind of trapped in her mind into it, and she's using these old sitcom shows to uh, keep keep like her happy life with her and Vision. As, okay. a, as a loving couple and like you know like there was the scene in where the dinner scene where is where she's like she's like the the girl's like stop like just stop honey stop and she's laughing and then she kind of you almost see her like crying in a way and then finally she goes oh, vision help him and he, he goes in and you know basically gets the piece of food lodged out of him um and and you go and you go oh okay you know like so that was like the one thing like like that stop and then like there's a part where the then the next scene where there's the radio and it's help me Wanda, right? You know, and 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 then then you hear and you hear a voice going, why 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 are they doing this to you? Like what? Like like asking this question over and over again, and you're going, and then all of a sudden like like it just goes back to normal, and and then they see the plane and the helicopter. I mean, in the bushes that's in color and everything is black and white. And did you notice the color scheme was? Yeah. Yeah, uh, red and yellow. Yes. Yes, very Iron Man-esque. Right. So you, you right. kind of see like these little, these hints that he, she is, there's something trying to tr- draw her back into reality, you know, and like the, the there was that banging of the tree uh, and, and then the, the, the B-Man at the end of the episode uh, that she stops and rewinds it and then uh-huh. and does it again and, and it's a happy ending. So like to me, it's like it's it's in her head that she's projecting all the stuff. Like it's probably stuff that she saw when she was a kid or, or, you know, anything watching these reruns. And that's why she's paying homage to these homes. Why, you know, why it's the Dick Van Dyke show and bewitched. And it's going to be the, the Brady bunch and, and what other shows that there there's sitcoms that she's watched maybe when she was a youngster of, of happy times, you know, and that that's what she's putting vision in her and vision in those, in that spot. And then, their big reveal is going to be that, you know, it was all in her head and vision's totally gone. And, you know, uh, uh, and it's just, you know, it's going to be like a one-off series, but that's just my, my thought theory. Okay. You know what? Uh, That's all plausible, Uh but somebody's watching those visions. 
Right. So someone's tapped into her head of some sort to be able to see what she's thinking or what she's being, what she's dreaming in her own head. Because, and I don't know if you noticed or not, but it's a, it's, it's um, people believe that it's, um, you have uh, the shield, but this is sword that's doing this. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> which last time we saw sword, it had, um, what's his face? Uh, it was actually in far from home um, with Samuel L. Jackson up in space that he's been uh, up, up in that up, I guess dark side of the moon, I guess. I don't know exactly where, but he's on that spaceship with, we call it the, uh, the scrolls. And that's supposed to be the sword part of it. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> like I said, I don't know. I'm, a part of me is like, Okay, so yeah, some of it's in her head. It's all got to be in her head. Sure, I get it. But if she can manipulate, supposedly, this is all supposed to lead up to her being basically the big bad guy for Doctor Strange 2. <clears throat> that she's creating a multiverse right now as as the show's being, I guess, we're airing. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay, I, like I said, I'm, I'm kind of not really breaking it down because a part of me is like, okay, well, I, I recognize it, I, I see it. Oh, okay, the, the, I noticed the color scheme too. Um, um, I, I also noticed too, it's the same cast of people, you yeah. know, in her world, mm-hmm. because the first episode had, um, Kitty from that '70s show. And she shows up in the second episode. And I'm like, okay, I thought that was like a one-off because it's now like a different era. But <clears throat> she's still there. I'm like, okay, then I, I get it. And then I don't know if you noticed, it took me a second to realize that I guess the head of the um, home, I guess the Home and School Association was uh, Pete, not PETA, um, PTA, the head of the PTA. Mm-hmm. Is Anya from Buffy the Vampire Slayer? <laughs> <clears throat> it took me a minute. I'm going. That face looks really, really familiar. Why do I know that face? And I'm like, man, it, it's what the fuck. And I had to actually pause the episode, go to IMDb, and I was like, oh my god, it's fucking Anna from Anya from from Bucky Buffy. And I was like, okay, now I can move on about my day. <laughs> And finish watching the episode. Seal, Seal, Seal cut that like right away. She's like, she's like, that person looks familiar, and I'm like, okay, like, like you know, I'm like she's probably been something before, like whatever kind of thing. And then later, she's like, that was Anya from Buffy, and I'm like, who? <laughs> she's the Vengeance Demon. I'm like, oh, okay, okay, yeah. I didn't, it's, it didn't, didn't click. Like, I, it's been so long since I've seen it, so I, you know, but she knew right. She's she almost right away. She kind of knew. She's like, I wasn't sure I had to look it up, but I, I thought it was her. Like, okay. Yeah, the moment I saw her, I was like, why wow, she looks so familiar, and I couldn't place it. And I was like, I I, I paused it because I don't know how I don't. Stacy was half watching it. I think I don't know if she's super interested in it, and she was probably you know watching something on. She's probably scrolling through Facebook while I was watching it. Um. Because I was like, why well, I pause it? I didn't even ask her, can I pause it for a second? I just paused it and had to look it up. She didn't, she didn't even say anything. Like, normally she'll be like, hey, what'd you do that for? But, uh, you know, it, I, I was like, okay, I got it. 
Um, the rumor is is that the African American girl in the show is the daughter of the of to flashback a little bit in Captain Marvel she had a best friend an African American woman who had a kid oh yes 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 uh, apparently the the, the African American girl in, woman in this one is supposed to be her all grown up now yes because it supposedly now I don't know how accurate that is um, I don't know if that's confirmed or if it's a theory I'm like I said, I'm 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 enjoying it, and I'm like, all right. I wish there was more, and I also am aware that I'm gonna have to probably be like, in, I'm invested because it's a new Marvel property, and I like it. I do. Um, I'm like, well, this is one of those one of those things where it's gonna be watching it every week, and then kind of watching as the picture gets bigger and bigger to be get right now it's it's kind of like i feel like this show is you know when they make a, a photograph of a bunch of other little photos and you don't know that until you step all the way back to see that completed work right i think that this is what the show is going to be it's like hey here's one little episode here's another little episode here's another episode and then as as the, as the season progresses the picture's going to pull back a little bit, and you're going to be like, oh, I see it now. Gotcha. And then springboard into whatever else is going to happen with the next phase. Um, um, you're, but, no, you're right, because she plays Monica Rambo on the show, and you know she's, she's a drove, which is apparently she's a superhero uh, in the Marvel okay. Universe uh, during the Captain uh, Marvel, I think, phase of it. So... She is uh, the character. She's going to play apparently in Captain Marvel too, uh, Monica Rambeau. So she's she's definitely going to be more into the show, um, okay. type of thing. I'm trying to see if her what her abilities are or anything like that. Uh... You know, it does look like they're all kind of maybe potentially trapped there in some way, shape, or form. Um, you know the radio thing was a little bit like it felt very um well i'm gonna say twin peaks but then for people who are more up to date lost it's like the, it kind of reminded me a little bit of like the tv show lost where it's like oh you're gonna have to here's a little bit of a clue to kind of get you talking and thinking and then we're, we might answer that next episode or we might not we might not answer that until like four or five episodes ago like what's the numbers on the hatch mean kind of thing <laughs> Well, Gary, yeah. So apparently, she has notable uh, uh, aliases as Captain Marvel, Proton, Photon, sorry, Pulsar, Daystar, Spectre, Lady of Light, Monica Marvel, and Sun Goddess, and Spectrum. Uh, she has energy absorption, generation, and uh, manipulation, uh, the ability to, s- to fly, s- travel at speeds up to the speed of light, while her energy in her energy form and convert her body into any form of energy within the electromagnetic electromagnetic spectrum and travel in energy form through the vacuum of space. That's her ability. Okay. So. All right. Interesting. Yes. Um like I said, I I enjoyed the two episodes. So I'm I'm invested. I'm I'm in. I see where it goes. Um you got anything else to add about the show? No, I said I enjoyed it, and I can't wait for more episodes. And it's just, you know, like some people I know will actually w- wait until all the episodes have uh, 
been released and then watch binge watch it that way and uh, uh and, and i i say i applaud those people that can do that you know and then like not get any spoilers or not really care if they get any spoilers and and you know but i'm like i i don't think i could do that <laughs> i could i could hold it off that that uh that long you know <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, i i definitely have to see it every week just because i want to see how it unfolds and i am also a little bit nervous about seeing a spoiler because i don't I genuinely like to get pulled into the shows that I'm watching, so I feel like it's, I feel like it's like Mandalorian. The moment Friday hits, I'm gonna have to come home and watch the episode just so I can be on top of it and not, not look at social media the entire day until I come home. <laughs> <laughs> now, the thing I watch it on Saturdays. So I'll still, I'll, you know, because my wife and I will watch it together and watch it on Saturday, so she'll. Uh, We'll wait, you know, and I know I see because I see my brother on Fridays, and he's like, "Did you see it?" I'm like, "No, I didn't see it yet. Don't don't tell me anything about it." He's like, "Ah, oh, it drives me crazy that I don't see it for one day." <laughs> so, I also, um, I, I also might maybe like since it depends on how deep Stacy's into it. Since I, at my job, I close on Fridays, so I can go in the afternoon. So I might like maybe like get up early, not early, but like on a regular time and watch the episode before I go in. Right. <laughs> Just to be able to go like, okay, in case I have to have a talk about it at work. <laughs> uh, let's see. Um, I, I also, I started watching the live action Mulan. Okay. Um, and the reason why I say I start is that I, I was watching it and I got like an hour in and I was because I started watching it kind of late I kind of nodded off watching it I don't know if it's because it's the movie or if it was me um, you know like <laughs> I, I, but I, but when you're only like the movie is not even two hours it's maybe like an hour and 50 minutes I think uh-huh. <clears throat> um, I didn't get past the first hour before I nodded off Um in fact, I actually had to rewind a little bit because there's uh, you've seen the movie, right? Yes. Okay. So then I'm I'm going to explain. I got as far as um she's in the camp with the other guys and she was just taking her, uh, like her first bath in the lake and when the the, the guy joins her. Uh-huh. Um um that's about as far as I got cuz I got t- I was tired. I'm like why am I doing this to myself? <clears throat> you know, I'll just fall asleep again. I know I am. Um, but I've only seen the cartoon version of Mulan maybe like once, maybe twice. I know it's not a strong pull for me. I mean, I know, you know, Eddie Murphy kind of steals the movie, rightfully so. Um, I also know, too, no no singing, no dancing, no Mushu, no, um, uh, you know, no singing, uh, no love interest, which... Okay, that's great too. Um, I just I'm like I'm watching. I'm going okay. Um, um, I have I have questions. Like the where where it lost me at where I nodded off. She leaves. Um, she leaves her family and she gets lost, getting to the camp, uh-huh. which you know. <clears throat> but right before that, you see her take everything, hop on the horse, and start riding off, and then. I'm like, okay, and I nodded off to where the parents wake up, realize that she's missing. Dad makes like this, like, um, he prays to their, 
the phoenix, which is their family crest, I mm-hmm. guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then she wakes up in like an, I'm gonna say like a cavern, and she looks up and there's the phoenix. I had to rewind that because first I thought the phoenix was gonna be a big reveal at the end of the movie. I didn't think it was gonna pop up 45 minutes into the first first act. Right. <clears throat> so I was like, oh, did I miss something? Like, I legitimately opened up my eyes and I saw the phoenix. I'm like, oh my god, did I miss? Did I sleep through the entire movie? And I push rewind, and I was like, oh, no, I must have missed like two minutes of it. Well, fuck, I can rewind those two minutes. But what I what I had the problem with is that it felt like it was a bad edit because she's on the horse, and she's on a field, and then cut to her waking up in, uh, you know, cut to the family, them praying, you know, him, his dad, you know, praying to the phoenix. And then the next scene is her legitimately waking up in this cavern I didn't there's no like there's no transition for me to go oh when did she get to the cavern because last time I saw her she was on a field like like it would have made more sense if she was in like the field but I get why she was in the cavern because she's you know she wakes up and she's like telling the horse that we're lost they should have already been there by now and then she looks up and there's Phoenix which is kind of pointing her in the general direction that she should be going. But I'm looking at the cavern going, there's only one way out of the cavern and the Phoenix is right there. Like you didn't need it. <laughs> like you could have just walked straight and it would have been, you. maybe you would have seen it eventually, but if you were lost getting into the cavern. I, well, the thing she was unconscious. So the, the horse was, was going on like aimlessly. So like, to her when she wakes up you go and I don't know which direction the horse went like am I going the right direction still like like, like what happened and then all of a sudden the phoenix goes oh no go this way which is you know pretty much what the horse was doing and it's like the horse is like yeah to- told you I fucking knew where I was going <laughs> right 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 gotcha <clears throat> probably too because if it's her family horse and her dad was a warrior he's probably been to that camp a couple times so the horse probably knows the way there anyway right you know, I mean, but again, maybe I'm just going, maybe I'm being a little too smart for the movie. You yeah. know, I should just stop. But, uh, you know, she gets there. She does the whole. I also kind of was a little bothered, like, the first night. She, um, as the boys are all getting ready to go to bed or asleep, she volunteers for a night watch. Because she's, clearly she doesn't want to get undressed. Because if she gets undressed, she's going to be, you know, caught. Like, mm-hmm. surprise, I got boobs. You know, so I get it. Um, but she unwraps, you know, she, she ties herself down, you know, so her boobs aren't, aren't popping out. Um, but they never, and again, I'm an adult. I'm mature enough to go, okay, I know why she did it. But prior to that, it made me, f- the way that the scene prior to her leaving made me always felt like it was a, a spur of the moment decision that she grabbed and left. And I'm like, when did she have time to think, oh, I better tape down my boobs? You know, like, <laughs> like, but again, maybe I'm just being overly critical about it and should just be like, Sean, shut up and watch the movie. It's not like you don't know how this ends. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, but then again, maybe you don't know because so far, when I told Stacy about the scene in The Matchmaker and the sister, Stacy was like, Mulan doesn't have a sister. I was like, she does in this movie. No, no. In fact, in the cartoon, she's got a dog, and the dog's name's Little Brother. I'm like, 
Well, in this movie, there is no dog, and she has a sister, and her sister's afraid of spiders. What's supposed to be a cricket? Well, I, I know what it's supposed to be, but it's not. It's a spider. She's like, hashtag not my Mulan. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I'm not watching it. I'm done. I'm like, because there's no animated dog? <laughs> <laughs> and it's a spider, not a cricket? And there's no mushu, there's no love interest, there's no singing, there's dancing, there's there's no gonna make a man out of you. Like, <laughs> I, I, I'm like, okay. And I was, I, I started watching. I guess I think I started watching it Friday night after I watched um, WandaVision. So I was, I was, I fell asleep, and I'm like, all right, well, I'll get back to it. I mean, I'm I'm gonna finish it because that's the kind of person I am. Yeah. Um, I guess in retrospect, I should have done that earlier in the week because I found myself watching Deadpool 2 this week for no apparent reason. <laughs> I, I I was watching, I was going through my voodoo stuff and I see Deadpool 2 and I keep thinking about going back and rewatching it because I enjoyed it and I think I only saw it once in the theaters. Maybe I saw it once with you when it first came out in Blu-ray. Yeah. Um, but I haven't watched it since then. And I'm like, I really enjoyed those movies so let me watch that. And it took me two nights to watch it because again, <laughs> there's a moment at night where I just hit a wall and it's like, okay, Sean, you know what? You're tired. Go to bed. Like, um, um, stop fighting this whole, um, Stacy saw this on TikTok. It's, it's like a revenge thing where you work all day. So you come home and you stay up as late as possible in, in some sort of rebellion against the average work day. Like I, now I get to do what I want to do. I'm going to stay up. You don't tell me when to go to bed. I'm going to go to bed when I'm tired, and I'm going to go to bed at 2 in the morning because I don't want this day to end because now it's my time, not everybody else's. And, um, you know, I, it sounds great in theory, but, again, there's also that moment where your body goes, yeah, fuck you, dude, I'm tired. Go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> I do that a lot, so I know exactly what you're talking about. Cause it's like it's like it's like you know what I worked all day you know I want some me time you know like and you're like finally you get there and then it's just like I sit there and watch TV and then poof like last night like it was I was watching I was like you know what? I'm gonna watch this Mortal Kombat Mortal Kombat Legends movie you know and just thing and I got like half thirty minutes into it and then, and then I woke up and I'm like oh wait where the hell am I. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Ooh, I'm really far into this." You know, I had to rewind it back to where I can remember last, and then, uh, and then I just turned it off. I'm like, "I just, re- I just, because you, it saves to where you were." You know, so I'm like, "All right, well, I'll just, I'll just do that because I was on Voodoo, so I'll, I'll do that and I'll turn it off, and then I'll, I'll go back." And today I finished it up. So, it was just, but that's just, that's just, that's the that's the kind of thing though. Like on, on like weeknights, I'm like, oh, "I'm gonna watch this," and I'm like, <sighs> and I'm like, "Ah, oh, crap!" Like I have to <laughs> count. Uh, it's like I'm not going back to that. <laughs> this is that kind of a movie, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm saying like, like that's pretty much. <sighs> I got some gaming in. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm like nothing really crazy. Wandavision, Mulan. That was my two big uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Those are my two, my three big nerdy things I did this week. Okay. Yeah. Um. So. Yeah, that's that's all I got, Ed. <laughs> that was my week, so <laughs> might as well ease on into releases of the week, then. See what I'm not going to be doing next week. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, you, see, you don't have any, you don't have much of a choice. Do you have a 4K? Uh, I mean, are you in, no? In, no. Well, I have a 
I have a 4K TV. I just don't have anything that play. I can stream 4K, but I don't have a 4K Blu-ray player. If that's what you're asking, right? Like, like PlayStation Five. I know it comes with an inter- it, it comes with a native 4K Blu-ray player, but I do not. I'm I'm not that rich. Huh. <laughs> well, I this- have to stream myself my my 4K movies like the commoner <laughs> well okay well then you're not going to be able to pick up any 4k this week because that's all that's that's all of interest that's all it's coming out uh prince of darkness is coming out on 4k 2012 is coming out on 4k and they live is coming out on 4k so that's that's the point of interest i don't think we're gonna have too much in terms of movies in the next i say couple months at least uh, before uh, you know, we we actually get some stuff that we can uh, uh, get on Blu-ray or, or DVD because it's just going to be uh, uh, old stuff uh, being uh, rehashed because there's no okay. new content. That. Well, okay, I got I got I got questions, Ed. Okay, um, those are three relatively older movies. Yeah, before before the invention of 4K televisions, 4K digital, and all that kind of stuff. Uh. Are these films being just put onto a 4K format, or are they being reworked so that may they're 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 in actual 4K? Because <laughs> I kind I kind of feel like They Live doesn't really deserve the 4K treatment. I don't. I liked the recall. What's the first one? Um, Prince uh, of Prince Darkness. Of Darkness. Prince of Darkness is a really good movie. It's a great movie. It's a very underrated John Carpenter movie. Very underrated, and I liked it a lot. But a part of me is like, I don't. Who's asking for 4K for this? <laughs> who's asking for? I can tell you this: that odds are, like 2012, and probably uh, they live is probably just a blue grade, Blu-ray upgrade to 4K conversion. Like they just put it through a machine or whatever computer, and then it's like now we're just going to press this to the 4K discs and and ship them out. Like kind of thing. Like Prince of Darkness. They might have they might have done a little work, but it really depends on the movie and the company. That's 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 where it comes down to. Like, but I know for like like past experience, like especially with the Blu-ray era, after a while they were just throwing titles out on blue on on Blu-ray just to get them out there to the masses, so people would convert more because it's like oh most of my libraries on DVD, I really don't want to upgrade to 4K like the Blu-ray because I have a DVD copy of it. Why should I upgrade it? And and then right. some 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 movies come out with this whole special features edition thing, and you're going, "All right, fuck, I got you know like <laughs> now I got to buy it, you know." And then it's like now I have to upgrade. And then we developed Blu-ray. Like I think that happened with a lot of um, um, seasons, like Supernatural, Smallville. There was a lot of like, hey, only available on Blu-ray. Here's just some extra content as far as like behind-the-scenes stuff or movies where I'm like, hey, only you can only get this on Blu-ray and DVD. That could be there on DVD. And the argument always was because Blu-ray had more space, so we need to throw more shit onto it. But right. You're right. Right. And then, but but then most people have to it. justify that purchase. Like most people have to justify it, and they go. All right, we're going to get these crappier titles, put them on Blu-ray. You want them, we'll give it to you at a cheaper price, but it's on Blu-ray. You know, like right. We we were stupid enough to buy the Blu-ray version of the first six of the six uh, Star Wars movies. First time on Blu-ray. Ooh, let's run out and get them. Yeah. You know. Did <laughs> 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 I know? Ooh, there's going to be three more. 
in the Star in the Skywalker saga. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, you son of a bitch. <sighs> All right. So that's, that that's, so that's that's where <laughs> so that's where we're at with those. Oh, let's uh, move on to video games. Okay. We have uh, two this week. Hitman 3, uh, developed by IO Interactive and published by IO Interactive for the PS5, Xbox Series SNX, PS4, Xbox One, Switch, Stadia, and PC, and that's coming out this Wednesday the 20th. Okay, that's the game I'm, I, I'm picking up this week. Okay. Uh, <laughs> but I'm like, really? They're putting Hitman 3 out on the Switch? That seems not plausible. Well, that's All that's right. what it that's what it said at the uh, Game Informer. So that's, that's uh, all right. I have to go with that. And we also have Ride Four uh, uh, coming out, developed by Milestone SLR and published by Milestone SLR for the PS5, Xbox Series S and X, and that'll be on Thursday the twenty first. Okay. And that is well. all the video games, kids. Yeah, um, I, next week we should have a, my my review of Hitman Three. Okay, um, I'm I'm picking up. I know right now I I just crossed the hundred hour mark on Assassin's Creed Valhalla, so I'm like, and I'm not even close to finishing the game. I don't think I am, but uh, I'm like, because I my map is big and I see a lot of stuff that I haven't done. I'm getting there, but. Um, I need Hitman 3 because I'm a Hitman fan. been playing it since the early days on PC. Mm-hmm. We've talked about it on the show multiple times where I buy the game. I go balls deep into like, you know, into the game. It's like because it's got so much replayability and it's such a sandbox. And you can play the levels over and over and over and over again to try to get all these different, you know, ways about doing it. And then I get like two episodes in out of like whatever, two missions in. And then I wind up burning myself out because I spent like five hours trying to get through the tutorial because there's so many different ways of doing it. You know? <laughs> so there's this part of me. It's like, oh, well, I have to get the third one cause it's the third one. And I like the series. And, and then I keep promising myself cause I did this with Hitman two. I, if we could find the episode of me talking about Hitman two, you're going to hear this phrase. No, I'm not going to do it this time. I'm just going to follow the story all the way through to the end and then go back and replay missions. See, I I remember I remember it too because we were we, we was the three of us sitting in the room. It was your wife, uh-huh. well it was your wife at the time, it was your your fiance or girlfriend, I guess. I didn't want to even engage at that point. And how she was making fun of you because every time you saw something shiny, you would have to stop and run back. <laughs> <laughs> and get it, you know, and, and you're like, no, this is, I'm going to go and finish this game. <laughs> so I guess you didn't. <laughs> no, I never learned my lesson. <laughs> I, I, she, and we've come to this understanding that she doesn't ride my ass about that anymore. Like I, I, I mean, I do have a stack of games that I've started, but not finished. But it's not, and but for me, it's like I have them to have them. And I am going to finish them, but first I got to finish this game. Yeah, I know there's a new game coming out. I'm going to buy that game and I'm going to play it because I got to do the show and I'm going to review it. But ultimately, I'm going to put that aside and go back and p- continue on with the game I'm officially playing, which to me is Valhalla. I want to finish that story. I want to try to get as much done as I possibly can because 
I'll be honest, Hitman 3 is like the first AAA game coming out, coming out this year. I don't know when the next big game is coming out after that. <laughs> it really is because I, I, I've dabbled in Cyberpunk. I've dabbled in Miles Morales. Apparently, I hear it's like a, a, a six-hour total game. You know, I guess if you follow the storyline and don't run around and try to complete it like I would. Um, so that kind of bums me out. But a part of me is like, well, then I could just put that. I could give me a long weekend and I could finish that. Um, but then there's like, I have Cyberpunk. I have Valhalla. I'm going to have Hitman. Maneater is a fun game. and But that to me is like a, like a, oh, I got nothing to do today. And I'm all out of my other games. Let me go play some Maneater because I'm a shark. And there's not much of a story in that. Except just swim around, eat shit, and cause wreak havoc, you know. I, I, so I, I, I understand that I have a problem. <laughs> <laughs> I recognize the problem, but I am also trying to limit the amount of problem that I have with it by going. Okay, I will. I, it always seems to happen towards the end of the year because that's when Christmas and, the, and Hanukkah and the holidays come out, where they give you all the good shit. So you want to buy all the good shit and you want to play it. Like I did finish Watch Dogs Legion before I started watch before I started playing Valhalla, so I, I am kind of doing it. I'm just doing it on my own timetable. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because yeah, I'm, like, I'm I'm going through the the Game Informer has a list of all the games that are coming out. That's where I usually get our information from every week, and um, yeah, there <laughs> there is. Persona Five, I think, is Strikers is the only thing that I could think of that would probably be close, right? Well, Persona Five Strikers is a fighting game with the people from Persona Five. It's not even a. I mean, oh, okay, so it's, it's not even a Persona game. It's just a. It's, it's a Persona game. It's just a, it's a fighting game, but it's not a Japanese role playing game. It's a, it's like like the um, there they even made the Persona games even made like a dancing game. You know, at some point in time, I think it was like Persona Four or Persona Three, Dance by Moonlight or Dance by Daylight, something like that. We think we we announced it on the show once. Yeah. But but they're like rhythm games, and this one's a fighting game. It's like so. It's not even. While the people who are Persona fans are going to go out and buy it because it's that's their that's their jam. It's not it's not Far Cry Six. It's not Hitman Three. It's not Halo. It's not you know Madden or NBA. It's not a I wouldn't call Persona Five, Persona Five Strikers, a triple A title. I would say it's more of a double A title or just a solid A title, where it's like, oh, I recognize a name. It's got a following. It'll people will buy it, but it ain't. It no one. You're not tearing down. No one. It's not going to be like, oh, we have sixty pre-orders we have to fill out, or it's like a, hey, I think I heard that game's coming out. You know, like yeah, it is. Oh, like, yeah, I guess I'll pick it up. You want to pre-order it? No, you'll probably have enough when it comes out. Yeah, I probably won't, but all right, good luck with that, sir. Like, <laughs> <laughs> because we're not, a, a game like that is so niche and so, has such a small following in comparison to some of the AAA games. We might only get like two or three copies in unless, you know, unless someone pre-orders it to guarantee that they get a copy. We're probably going to be sold out like the day that it comes out because, and then we get, branded the bad guy from that like huh. no one fucking pre-ordered it no one wanted the game you know we asked you if you wanted to you're like nah we all have plenty when it comes out and guess what we didn't how is the how am i the bad guy <laughs> right? you know? yeah. like I, I for a month i was going no wait stop 
and you ignored me, and now it's biting you on the ass, and I'm the idiot. I'm the bad guy. <laughs> Kiss my ass. Take your business elsewhere. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently somebody's having <laughs> issues at work. My, my, my tolerance level for those kind of people have gotten to like an all-time low. This, this holiday season kind of was like, in all of my years of retail, it's been the worst so far. And I say so far because there's 2021 where it just started. So the amount of people who come in and they ask for the PS5 or the Xbox Series X and having to tell everybody, I don't know when they're coming in. They'll be online before you'll see them in stores. And I'm sorry that we don't have them. I, what do you want me to do? Hire a bunch of little children and start and shackle them to a basement and start having them build this shit? I can't do that. It's illegal. Like, I just, you know, <laughs> I, I, I'm sorry that I don't have this for you. I want it just like everybody else, but you don't see me pitching a fit. You know why? Because I'm an adult. <laughs> like, I can't tell you how many times I've seen, like, a middle-aged man have, like, a hissy fit because they can't get something. And I just I look at these people and I'm going, oh, my God, why? What, like? I'm yeah, I'm bummed too, but you know what I'm also I I'm a full fledged functioning adult. I I realize that I have a job and I have to wait and be patient and strike while they are you know, I gotta time it right. I can't just you know, I have gift cards that I have put aside so that when it does come out I I'll you know, give myself a little time, but I don't know when I'm gonna have them on in stocked on shelves. But I could tell you that, you know, like my my company restocks them online about every other week it seems like huh. but they don't tell me <laughs> they'll tell me I'll get the, the notification going hey just let you know in about a half hour there we're going to put some our we're going to put some in our, our inventory on our website um, but if anybody asks you can't order it for them you have to tell them to do it themselves through the website but you can't tell them that's on the website unless they ask because we don't want someone to you we don't want you to go yeah it's on our website right now and them going on the website and it being sold out and then we look like the bad guys <laughs> it's like <laughs> so you don't want me to tell that we restocked you, you have to walk in and be like hey you guys restocked the PS5s yet and I go well just so happens at 3 o'clock today it'll go online at our web store at our warehouse in Texas and you can go to blah 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 dot com and order it yourself I can't do it for you, but you came in at the right time because I just had, you got 10 minutes to get there. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, and if you don't, or, and because what's going to happen is, oh, we'll put like maybe like five or six on and they'll be gone in like 10 minutes. So then a half hour later, people are like, you got them? No. Well, when did they go? About a half hour ago. How come you guys didn't tell anybody? I, I wasn't allowed to because if I did, then everything gets flooded. It becomes, this, it's this vicious cycle and I want no part of it anymore. No part. <laughs> I was like, I'm done. My my tolerance, my, my... I'm not sassy with anybody. I'm more like, yeah, I'm sorry, I can't do that. Like, what do you mean you can't do that? I, I just can't. It's company policy. Sorry. I, I'll give you the phone number. You can call corporate. I, I'm, I'm not even arguing with people anymore. You got a problem? Call corporate. Yeah. Really? Sure. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, I don't know why. I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll replace it for you. You got the warranty? All right, awesome. If not, I'm sorry. There's nothing I can do. Uh, yeah, nothing I can do. Sorry, nothing. I could, you know what? Here's what I could do. Here's the phone number. Call corporate. 
cry it, cry it on someone's lap who gives a shit. Don't care. <laughs> Hi, welcome to Sean's customer service where he doesn't give a fuck. Call corporate. <laughs> Gee, Sean, you were once a prestige store where you know you you prided yourself on three years solid of service and. And dedication to making sure the customer was always right and helping them out. Now, 2020, 2021, fuck them. (laughs) 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 You know, I don't understand why you guys have cases on the walls without games. Yeah, I don't know why either. Fuck them. I don't care. Go go find somebody else who gives a shit. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. that Let me check. Last time I checked, it's not part of my pay scale anymore. Fuck off. (laughs) 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 Thanks for shopping. (laughs) So, uh, yeah. (laughs) Anyway, um, I got news. Okay. (laughs) You're like, I don't know why Sean's rambling. (laughs) Ed, breaking news, Ed. Breaking news. Zack Snyder's Justice League will be a four-hour movie, not a miniseries. Oh, God. <laughs> I know everyone's on the edge of their seat because, you know, like it's coming out in March. And a part of, there was a news article saying that it was going to be a four-hour mini, like a four-hour mini episode. Like four-hour long episodes and then maybe, maybe put together as one big movie. But now it's officially confirmed. Director Zack Snyder confirms that his new version of Justice League on HBO Max won't be a miniseries. Just to let you know. Uh, The fans are in for a nearly four-hour-long version of the superhero flick, making it easily one of the longest ones ever produced. So, um, it's it's supposed to come out in March. Just don't know exactly when in March. Okay. So, there you go. I'm I'm sure you're all thrilled to death about it. <laughs> I, I I you know I I I, th- I can't remember who I spoke talked to about this, but I was I was speaking about this and I was just like, yeah, I'm gonna watch the first one and then you know watch the miniseries and compare the two and see what the difference is and you know what 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 the what four hours will make a difference for like an hour and a half two hour movie. I don't even know how. Uh, I think I think the uh, the the just the Justice League as people want to call it <laughs> so clever <laughs> I mean, people are so clever oh the Justice League movie uh, I think it was like two and a half hours <laughs> so but another hour and a half of justice <laughs> what I don't understand though is is that according to Zack Snyder. He only filmed four minutes of extra footage for this movie. Now, this movie also got $70 million to finish, and rightly so, special effects, and that he claims not a single Joss Whedon shot is going to be in this movie. It's going to be all Snyder, nothing but Snyder. (laughs) All all Snyder all the time. Right, it's it's going to be it's an hour and fifty nine minutes. By the way, I just wanted to throw okay. that out there. Okay, so it's two hours. So he's claiming that out of that two hour movie, he's cutting every single that it's all new footage. 
that the stuff that was in the first movie that we saw isn't even going to be is it's not even going to be in this version of the movie or it's all new footage all of its new footage so i'm like okay well is it a new did you just take use take two instead of take one is that your is that your version of new footage or because i are you creating a whole new did you did that much work that you're going to create a brand new spanking movie okay like all right well that's that's the thing like like the it was finished like at one point you know like like the thing like john like zack snyder did finish the movie it wasn't like it was an unfinished movie it was finished it was just not to what warner brothers wanted or dc or whoever I'm, i'm gonna say warner brothers so they they you know we're going back and forth with it you know and, and and you know it's like it's like everything else there's 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 there is movies out there that have tons of unshot footage or shot footage that will never see the light of day i'd love to kind of go through and you know pick a movie and go give me all you got like i want to i want to see every like detail that you have of this to see what what it would have been if it was re-edited in a different way you know like like the x-men movie the original x-men movie i mean apparently it was re-edited you know to what we got now like it was there was a totally different movie out there that was shot because there were some some bizarre scenes or lines that were used in the movie and you're going they were going for something different and you're going well, I'd like to see what that was. Like, I, I'm, I'm curious, you know, like I, I'm, 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 I want to know what, what, what ideas they had because it's, it's intriguing to me. It might be terrible, but I mean, I would like to see it. Cause it's like, maybe it would have been better. I don't know. Like, I mean, I don't think it was that bad of a movie, but it was, you know, it was a good movie, but it wasn't like, you know, like, Oh man, I'm glad they finally got this. You know, the, this is the way they should make X-Men. You know, it's like now, but like, you know, but going back to justice league, like, I'm I'm sure like he had all this footage and he was trying to figure out what scenes he wanted to do and you know how to cut things down you know and because it was going to be a two parter maybe he was shooting enough for a two parter kind of movie like he had enough you know footage that he could you know go into the second movie without too much of a, a delay you know so right. who knows but we'll find out in a few months in a couple months. Uh, yeah. Uh, like a month and a half, or I'm gonna say two months. It'll probably be in the middle of March, if I had to take a guess. Yeah. You know, like two months from now. You know, like oh, coming to you know, I'm sure there's probably some significant date in March. Like right now, when was like part of me is like when was the first issue of Justice League produced or something? Some some stupid obscure fact that only super uber nerds would know that that's the reason why it's being released on this date. You know, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> um, but to bounce from Warner Brothers to Marvel, apparently, now this is from comicbook.com, so take it for what it's worth, all right? Because I'm always iffy about it. Um, Spider Man 3, Daredevil actor Charlie Cox raps filming. Ah. So, so, Charlie, um, apparently. Rumors were swirling around that um, Charlie Cox, who played Daredevil in the series for Netflix, apparently earlier in the middle, I think last year, the rights to the rights fell back to Disney um, to use Daredevil again. Netflix had like a, a clause that you couldn't use Daredevil for like two years and after the last 
episode. You know, like they, after the show got canceled, you had to shelve the character for like two years before you can rebring it. You can bring it back out. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> so now people were now, and that's for not only for for it's for all of the Marvel characters: Punisher, Daredevil, Iron Fist, Iron. Um, we call it Luke Cage, Jessica Jones. So it was. It's kind of like, well, now that that time's up, are we going to see these people get brought back? Are they going to get incorporated into the MCU in some way, shape, or form? Mm-hmm. Because they did reference a lot of the stuff. They never really referenced the movies, but they would make like a throwaway line that it was still in a shared universe. Mm-hmm. So people were always wondering, well, now that the rights are up, are you going to bring these people back? With what do you call it? When we last left Peter Parker, he was exposed as Spider-Man. He's going to have a lot to answer for, so a lot of people felt that he was going to get put on trial. How great would it be to have Matt Murdock be his lawyer? Mm -hmm. Because he's the only one that would not only be able to, you know, know that Pete's telling the truth, but also be able to, like, you know, find out, like, oh, you're also Spider-Man, blah, 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 blah. Like, it'd be kind of neat. Mm-hmm. Whether or not they were going to do that, it was anybody's guess. But apparently, um, this is from comicbook.com. So, again, keep what it's worth because they're the ones that are saying they've learned that the actor was indeed on set for the Marvel Studios movie. Cox is expecting to play Matt Murdock in the film alongside Tom Holland's Peter Parker, though at this point it's unclear if it'll be the same version of Daredevil that then many folks have known from the TV series. Some sort of it's or if it's some sort of multiverse reboot, considering the inclusion of Benedict Cumberbatch, Doctor Strange, it's possible that the Marvel Cinematic Universe will be making major changes to Cox Daredevil in the future. So um, now, again, they're patting themselves on the back um, because they're like comicbook.com first revealed knowledge of Cox being on Spider-Man three back in December on on Friday's phase zero podcast episode. Furthering a report originally made by Murphy's Mur- Multiverse in early December, of course, <laughs> so of course Sony did not comment. Um, <laughs> um, of course, you know when pressed, Kevin Feige would only tease the future based on a known movie title. This is what he said: um, the biggest clue is that the title of the second Doctor Strange movie—that's the biggest clue of where the mul- multiverse of madness is taking us, and how we're exploring that. Feige said, uh, it's surreal to me that we're talking about Spider-Man 3. I worked on a movie called Spider-Man... Th- I worked on a movie called Spider-Man 3 many years ago, directed by Mr. Sam Raimi. So this clearly, uh, the shorthand of calling it Spider-Man 3 now is fine. We call it Homecoming 3. Um, so, take that for what it's worth. <laughs> I, I mean, and there, there's probably some truth to it. Only because apparently I saw an article and I'm going to see it. Did I? I wonder if I recall put it in here or not because now I'm curious. Um, that Jessica Jones uh, is supposed to be reported to be coming to the um, She Hulk show. Huh. Which to me makes sense and the reason why I'm saying it makes sense is because if She-Hulk is a lawyer uh, sometimes lawyers use private investigators to help them with cases and stuff Right. So what better than to have an already established private eye in the Marvel Universe to be able to be used in this in the series 
like you know, and use Jessica Jones. Why not? It makes sense. Um, however, I mean, again, take it f- again, grain of salt. You know, right. like um, there was also the whole like you know this week. There's a lot of lot of rumors swirling around this week with Marvel because apparently um, there someone thought there was going to be a new Captain America movie or Chris Evans was going to be coming back as Captain America and he's like news to me you know which get people <laughs> you know, in a swirl you know like news <laughs> to me I'll be the first to know okay like if you guys say so like that's the first I'm hearing of it you know but again people are saying well that's they 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 do this all the time they'll tease something and they'll shoot it down because like the girl who's playing um, She-Hulk um, I forget her name um, from um, Orphan Black right before it was officially announced it was leaked that she was and she had to go on record and go like I don't know what you're talking about these things get blown out all the time nothing's really set in stone or Mads Mikkelsen being cast in uh, as Grindelwald replacing Johnny Depp everyone's like well that's, that's happened and everyone's like I don't know what you're talking about and then all of a sudden official word yeah. you know like She's going to be in She-Hulk, and he's going to be Grindelwald. It's like, oh, okay, well, why don't you just? It's like the, the it gets spoiled, and then they're like, no, no, we never said that. And then someone has to write up a legal document to go, which now official. <laughs> it's like, well, it's the okay. thing is, it's 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 one of those things. Like, like I think it's like all talk. Like, like like they're going through going through these negotiations and stuff that they you know like things they're going to have to do. Like you know, like it's it's a back and forth. It's not like. Yeah, you know, I'll do it. You know, you're like you know, you you get X Y Z to do this this movie, and you go and yeah, but you need to prove that you can do this movie because you know, just like the 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 She Hulk, you know, it's just like it's going to be a physical, probably physical role. I mean, I think she does physical physicality in in a um in in her previous show, but the thing is, is that it's like it's going to be different for like the Marvel, like it's going to be going to like 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 a, how they do things and they might have to go through these paces that to figure out, okay, can they do this? You know? So it's like, yeah, it's going to be almost a done deal. Like you, you, unless this, the actress or actor is an idiot, you know, like it's, it's going to happen. It's just that they can't do that until like everything is negotiated. Cause I'm sure they have to go on a special diet because they want them at a certain weight or a certain, you know, me, you know, workout regimen. And it's like, well, the actor agreed to this, you know? So it's, it's those kind of things that I think that are, are thought about and, and why, you know, they are, uh, uh, you know, they, cause you, cause I'm sure there's like, there's all these like newsy people sitting around Marvel's office going, did you see that? That was, you know, so-and-so going in there. Like, I wonder what he's going to be in, you know? And then right. somebody who's got the coffee, like, yeah, apparently they were talking about Spider-Man or whatever. And then you go, Oh my God, like so-and-so is going to be in this movie. Like, you know, I, I also think too that it may have something to do with, uh, to go back to Pierce Brosnan and him getting screwed over by NBC. Like, you know, it was, he was the best lead for James Bond and it was going to be perfect because Remington Steel was going to be going off the air. It got canceled, and then he gets announced as Bond, and Remington, and all of a sudden NBC is like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa! You can't do that because we have you under contract." Yeah, you know, and and it ruins his chances of being Bond for like two movies. He eventually gets the gig again, but it's it's an unfortunate side effect of being like, "Well, I had a contract. I guess maybe you have to cross that." You know, it could be one of those things. Like, well, I can't say anything because if I say something the job that I have over here is going to fuck me because I'd rather have, I mean, let's face it, who doesn't want Marvel money? You know, 
I mean, or, or the you know, they, like for most people, the Marvel longevity of it, because you know, like, like I mean, yeah, you know, like you know, you're going to get multiple roles, and and you're, you know, hopefully if you you negotiate it right, you're going to get a back end deal where you know you're going to get X amount of dollars every time they show the movie, you know, or or you know, in the in the, the box office and stuff like that. So you're definitely going to, you know, make out well uh, being in a Marvel movie, you know, if you, because it, again, if you negotiate the the contract correctly. But, right, like if they came to us and like, hey, we want you guys to do, a, you know, like we want you guys to be, I don't know, two the name of the two is dumbest superheroes in the Marvel universe. Like, I'd be like, yeah, sign me up. I'll be the spot, whatever it is, you know, somebody silly, like DC's version of Con- um, Marvel's version of Condiment King. You know, <laughs> is it going to be a reoccurring role? Maybe it might be. It might be a one-off. That's fine. It's a one-off. Just let me live. Maybe I can come back more evil. <laughs> you know, certainly I'll sell my but I'll be I'll tell you but I don't know what you're talking about. And Marvel what? Yeah, I, mean, I was yeah, saying Marvel Marvel's like you can't say anything until everything is, you know, done and all everything is you know goes forward or whatever. So that's that's <laughs> the idea, yeah. I, that's where I would do I become the ultimate Marvel heel. I would just start slamming the company. I'd be like, Yeah, fuck Marvel. They don't know what the hell they're doing. And, you know, it's <laughs> just dogging the shit out of them and then all of a sudden they I get signed surprise Sean signed on to be so and so like that's right fooled you bitches <laughs> I'm just because there was a comedian uh, uh, he was in the Star Wars and he was in Mandalorian uh, he was both both seasons I can't think of the guy's name um, uh, the, the guy that complains I can't think Bill Burr Okay, yeah, the comic. Yeah, like <laughs> okay. He's he's he was he was like like they're, they're like are you are you coming back for season two? And he goes, he's like no, they wouldn't they wouldn't they wouldn't hire me back or whatever. And then he's back, and then they people are now remarking about his um his his, his accent and all. And he's like, yeah, fuck you, Star Wars nerds, you know. It's his, yeah, but, it's his Boston accent. <laughs> Yeah, but it's a stupid accent. But the but the Who, idea is is that like 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 he'll deny like you know like that like 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 he's like did you come back for season three or whatever? And he's like no. He's like he's he's never going to say he's in it until like you know because like Star Wars, sure. Marvel like they're like yeah, you can't say anything until like all the episodes air or whatever, and then and then you know you can go out and do whatever you want like at that point you know like. I would be like, yeah, you know, I'm Marvel. They can kiss my no. You guys are all nerds. I don't know what the hell you're talking about. Blah 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 blah. And all of a sudden, you show up. I'm back. Waha! Like, <laughs> I yeah. I filmed my scenes three years ago when I was dogging all your asses, <laughs> <laughs> making you think I was screwing them over all the while. I was I was an under I was undercover lover. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Uh, sitting there, you guys thought I was backstabbing the company that put me on the t- feeding, put, feeding my my babies. And all the meantime, I was taking it in the ass. Like, that's right, that's right. I'm, I'll be your Marvel bitch. <laughs> you know, like oh, Sean said, signed on to play you know some stupid character. Walk on, I'll be Rhino. I'll just sign me to be Rhino. <laughs> I, I will, and I'll even use stupid Russian accent. I must get to that puny spider. <laughs> and then when I come back, I lose the accent altogether. <laughs> I'm looking at you, Hallie. 
<laughs> Taking my shots all across the Marvel Universe. Pop, pop, pop. <laughs> but speaking of Marvel, um, apparently, and speaking of, speaking of taking shots at the MCU, Deadpool 3 has confirmed to be an in the MCU and R rated. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, Deadpool is now that Disney earned the rights. Um, Kevin Feige has confirmed that the hero's next movie will be rated R. Uh, it came from Collider, as Fergie did interviews ahead of the Disney Plus premiere of WandaVision. It, it was there the producer opened up about Deadpool 3, and he confirmed star Ryan Reynolds is helping oversee the script. It will be R-rated, and we are working on a script right now, and Ryan's overseeing the script right now, Feige shared. Um, continuing, the producer gave fans an update on when the sequel will begin shooting. He doesn't believe the movie will get underway this year, but but Reynolds and he want to make sure they get Deadpool's entry into the MCU just right. Uh, that means focusing on other projects. In the meantime, Marvel's have plenty of stuff working on. Um, is a quote. It will not be filming this year. Ryan's very busy, very successful actor. We've got a number of things we've, we've already announced that we now have to make, but it, but it's exciting for it to have begun. Again, a very different different type of character in the MCU, and Ryan Ryan is a force of nature, which is just awesome to see him bring that character to life. Um, all right, so looks like we're going to get an R-rated Deadpool movie that's going to be in in its own MC it's going to be in the MCU as we know it okay well I mean I I think it would be, I think it would have been a terrible thing to do to make Deadpool 3 a PG-13 movie I, I really do I, I, I think you you can't take two R-rated movies and then bring it down to PG-13 and expect great results you know, like right. it, it, it just was not going to work out that way. It just, it just no, wasn't. No, Deadpool definitely needs to be. It's you've already established that it works well as an R-rated movie. You get to, you know, you get to play. It's it's going to be fun to kind of, <laughs> you know, what? Okay, this is me just being all wacky and shit. From now on, since almost all the Marvel movies that are out are PG thirteen. PG-13 movies are allowed to have one F-bomb. Every one of those movies you just have Deadpool walk on scene and go, fuck, and then get handed a check and then walk off scene. (laughs) (laughs) That'd be awesome. <laughs> just this random, just just walking on. Oh, uh, and just have him doing like wacky shit every time he does it. Like maybe he's bowling or, or having dinner or waking up and just kind of rolls over. Like just something stupid and silly, you know. And him just dropping the f bomb and then you hand it. Just, and it's not even just a random hand just pops out from the side of the camera. Yeah. Hand and he grabs a check and he rolls back over and goes back to bed or something. Yeah. Just something stupid, you know. Just. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean it would be interesting to see how they, they they incorporate him I mean and Deadpool being the character that he is 
he he could get away with PG thirteen himself in an MCU movie. Yeah, like you know, like he could be in like hypothetically, you have the R-rated Deadpool. It's all great and fancy and all, but then he shows up in X Men or Fantastic Four or in an Avengers movie or, or even in, let's you know throw him in the Spider Man movie because I would love to see Ryan Reynolds and Tom Holland. I would love to see that combo because I've read enough comic books with the two of them. But to see Ryan Reynolds make jokes about how he can't curse because it's a Spider-Man movie. Yeah. You know, it, it'd be like this super meta thing where he looks at the camera and makes a joke, but no one else around him acknowledges the fact that he's doing that because it's played serious except from his perspective. You know, <laughs> like... He's like, now, this is where I'd say a bunch of nerdy, ner- you know, naughty words, but I can't because it's PG thirteen, and I'm waiting for the one perfect moment. Like, it's that that TikTok trend of if you could put fuck in any Disney movie, where would you put it? Like, <laughs> or if you could put the word fuck in any Star Wars movie, where would you put it? You know, just if you could curse, yeah. Like, and he's and he's just like, look, I'll say I'm just waiting for my my moment to shine. Like it's coming, folks. You know, like this, kind of leading up to the big, the big f bomb, and then you know moves on. <laughs> um. So, you gave this article to me. Apparently, there's a new Indiana Jones game. It was announced by Bethesda. Oh We're yeah. Stick with uh, some some themes here. Um, Bethesda and Machine Games are working on an Indiana Jones game, according to a teaser released this past Tuesday. Um, a brief video showed, uh, shared on social media showed a desk cluttered with all sorts of journals and tools of exploration and records from those journeys before ending with a shot of the iconic key components of Indiana Jones' character, uh, his whip and hat. No further details about the release were provided in the teaser, but a follow-up statement from Bethesda indicated that it'll be a while before more is revealed. So basically, it's uh, hey, we just started on it, and we're coming to a coming to a video game console in 2025. In my is in my head. <laughs> <laughs> then the real question I have though is because it's Bethesda's making the game, and now Microsoft now owns Bethesda. Is this going to be an Xbox exclusive game? Ooh. See, look at that transition. <laughs> I mean, in part of me is like, well, why would you do that? Because more consoles mean more money. More money is everyone likes more money. It's like what's we've had this discussion with with Spider Man. Why would Sony give up not being able to throw him into an MC universe where you can have him show up and make more work together? You generate more money, right. and that more money is good for everybody. I feel like that's kind of the way Bethesda should, Microsoft should be handling some of the Bethesda stuff. But I'm not working for the company, so I don't know. Maybe they'll be like, "Hey, yeah, we got an Indiana Jones game. It'll be an exclusive for Microsoft for like a year before it hits PlayStation." All right, that's fine. That they've done that in the past. That's yeah. I was going to say they did that. I was going to tell you that because I remember it was. Uh... The, the, Rise of the Tomb Raider. Yeah, Rise of the Tomb Raider was was good. Was 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 that way? It was, you know, it was it was it was a year later for the next console. So I could see them doing that. Like definitely, I I just I can't see them going. Oh yeah, it's only Xbox only. Like because I mean like I mean Disney still has a hand in in it. I, I'm assuming uh, uh, you know. So I'm 
Disney's not going to be like, yeah, you, you guys can't have exclusivity on this. You know, they, 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 right. they, you know, it's our license still, even though the Bethesda is making it, you know, but it's, it's still got to have to be, you know, at least everywhere. And they'd be like, you know, I'm sure they'll they'll be like, yeah, we well, will do that, but it's going to be a, there's going to be a, a delay, you know, for Sony to have it or, or, or Nintendo, even if they uh, get their hands on it, you know, that kind of thing. So we'll see, but, uh, you know, I'm excited for it. I, I, I <laughs> You know, it's, it's, it's a game that's like, it's like you, you I'm intrigued. Like, I'm like, I, I do, I'm, I'm curious what it's going to look like. And I'm, I'm definitely going to probably be one of the ones there to, to actually buy it, you know, sure. unless, unless it's only on Xbox and then I, I'm not going <laughs> to, I'm not doing <laughs> it. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, well, speaking of, um, sequels and stuff. Uh, apparently Die Hard 6 rumors suggest Bruce Willis is ready to return as John McClane one last time. <laughs> I mean, it's topical. He just got kicked out of a uh, drugstore for not wearing a mask. <laughs> but <laughs> apparently a new rumor claims that Die Hard star, star Bruce Willis is gearing up to reprise his role of John McClane one final time. I thought the last one was his final time, but uh, the character is last seen in 2013's uh, critically mauled A Good Day to Die Hard. <laughs> but new reports suggest that the 65-year-old action star is gearing up to revive the series for a sixth and final adventure in which the hero will no doubt once again find himself in the wrong place at the wrong time. Um, sadly, the report, which should be stipulated as just a rumor at this stage, does not go into specifics regarding the direction of Die Hard 6, but the idea of one last explosive outing for John McClane does track with what has been reported in the past. At one time, there was plans in place to bring a Die Hard prequel into the big screen, tentatively entitled Just McClane. Uh, the project was ultimately canceled after Disney purchased 20th Century Fox and went through its list of upcoming projects with an eye towards trimming the budget. Hmm. Uh, while, while details of the proposed plot remain scarce, it was rumored that McLean would have only featured Bruce Willis in a cameo as a framing device for the story with a younger actor taking on the role of John McClane as an 80s beat cop. Um, I mean, that's true. I mean, it, Die Hard is now a Disney movie. <laughs> a Disney Christmas movie. Right. Um <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see, McClane reportedly began life as Die Hard Year One, which would have used the Die Hard prequel comic from Boom Studios um, and writer-artist Howard Chaykin as a jumping-off point. Uh, that plot actually was released in 2009. Die Hard Year One is an eight-issue series set in 1976 and follows John McClane as a rookie cop in the, in, in, in the NYPD. Um, so, I, I don't know. Um I, um, all right. I guess you could do like one last time. Sure. Um, <laughs> well, I mean, is, it, is that the last movie he was in? Was, was that one? I mean, I know, I know he's doing some direct no, to uh, no, video. He, yeah. He does. The, he does the, I, I'm going to call them contractual obligated cameos because I just feel like he's, he's, if you go on Netflix right now, there's like a, gazillion Bruce Willis movies that all seem to be released within like the last three years that no one's ever heard of that he stars with somebody else who you haven't seen in a million years like I I think I saw him in a movie 
with Scott Atkins. <laughs> like, I heard somebody, <laughs> just somebody so obscure, I'm going, why is Bruce Willis in this movie with that person? Or why is that person in that movie? Like, believe it or not, Ed, there is an actual movie that stars Henry Cavill and Bruce Willis. Uh, yeah. um... I mean, I... I was like, wow, that's weird. There was a, a movie that my, my father was watching the other day. I think it was like called Trauma Center with Bruce Willis in it. And I'm like, okay, what's he doing? Like, and then, look, I'm he's a working actor, and he if he's getting paid to be in these movies. God bless him. I you know, if you're a Bruce Willis fan, I mean, he's got a laundry list of of things underneath him. In fact, I'm now super curious that I'm actually IMDb, and as I'm talking right now. <laughs> Bruce Willis, actor, actor, Bruce Willis. He is. In, uh, he has been in 133 f- films, by the way. Uh, okay, ready. 2020. He's in Breach. Uh-huh. Um, apparently, well, okay. Die Hard is back. He was in that commercial. Technically, he was already he was already John McClane. He did a Die Hard commercial for the battery. <laughs> Um, it is, uh, here you go, Hard to Kill, Hard Kill, with, uh, I need to see that, it's, it's Bruce Willis, Jesse Metcalf, Metcalf, Bruce Willis, uh, that's pretty much it, um, <laughs> Survive the Night, that's pretty Sur- much. No, it's Survive the Night, it's Bruce Willis, and then Chad Michael Murray. <laughs> uh, who I don't, I don't James sounds familiar I just don't know who he is like I, right then he's in Trauma Center that was 2019 that is him and Nikki Whelan and Tito Ortiz he's in a movie with Tito Ortiz <laughs> <laughs> okay then then let's get even more obscure in 2019 he was in 10 minutes gone with none other than Michael Chiklis. <laughs> you know, it makes sense to him that him and, him and Chiklis do movies because they're, they're kind of like those those gruff cops, you know, like because when he did the, the shield and all. Kind of reminded me like a Bruce Willis kind of style of uh, movie. Makes sense. I, I, I mean, but he's in, like, okay, but then he pops up. Here he is in the Lego movie, too, the second part. He plays himself. He's in Glass, right? You're going, okay. That's right, that Glass. A, okay, yeah, okay. That was a big movie in 2019. Yeah. But in 2018, he was in Airstrike, which <laughs> I, which he's, it, I, it, I don't, what? He's in a, a movie called Reprisal in with Frank Grillo. I don't know who the fuck that is. <laughs> Jonathan Skage? I, I don't, who are these people and why is he in these movies? Okay, he was in the remake of Death Wish in 2018. Gotcha. I remember that one. I remember the commercial. I didn't see it, but I saw. I remember seeing the commercials. Right. I think it's on. Um, he's in. What do you call it? In 2018, he's in a movie called Act of Violence. It's him, Cole Hauser. Remember that name? <laughs> and Sean Sean Ashmore. <laughs> wait, wait, and then in 2017, he was in First Kill. <laughs> First kill with Hayden Christensen. <laughs> right, I, I'm like. So he's, he's, yeah, remember, remember earlier, 
remember earlier when you said 2020 and 2021 was showing customers a I don't give a fuck. Right. Bruce yeah, Willis right. apparently has the same thing about his job. Who am I fucking with? Bruce Willis is now the I don't give a fuck about acting. Because he is, in 2020, he's coming out in a movie called Breach, by the way. Breach. With him and Cody Kearsley. Who the fuck's that guy? <laughs> Rachel Nicholas, who I think is um, from, um, I want to say, Criminal Minds, I think. Uh, I don't recognize anybody else in this list of people. None. Adam Huel Potter. <laughs> Thomas Jane's in it. Thomas Jane's in it. But I had to scroll through one, let's see, one, two, three. I had to get, let's see, between <laughs> between Thomas Jane and Bruce Willis, there is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen different actors before uh, before Thomas Jane pops up. And one of those people doesn't even have a face portrait. It doesn't even have a headshot. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Thomas Jane, really? Come on. The best Two-Face ever. <laughs> Gone. Obscured. 14 on a call list for the movie Breach. Because even Bruce... Because Bruce Willis ain't even in the first mention. The first mention is this Cody Kearsley. Plays Noah. Then Bruce Willis. Play. It's like, okay, well, Cody, why do you get top villain? What have you been I got to see what you've been in. You're mostly noted for Riverdale. Really? <laughs> Riverdale. You get top billing over Bruce Willis, and you're no, you're known for he plays he plays Bruce Mason. The, the thing is, I'm, I'm reading I'm reading some of these names. I'm, I'm on the same page as you are, and I'm reading some of these names, and I'm thinking, I think this is a porn. <laughs> Like this to me is is Corey Large, <laughs> right? Those are the movies where he just walks on and does his Bruce Willis shtick, makes a couple funny one-liners, shoots up a place, and goes, "Welcome to the party, pal. Peace out. Where's my check? I'm out." <laughs> it's like a two-hour movie, but if you total up all the time he's on screen, it maybe is ten minutes. Maybe <laughs> it's like day work for him. He comes in. Does a couple shots. One take Willis is what he's going to be known as. It's going to be come in, mug for the camera, take a couple funny lines, print perfect. I'm out. I got to be on this set where I'm where I'm, I'm doing a film with the guy who played Bruce Bruce Lee in 1990. <laughs> Jason Jason Lee, not the good one. <laughs> <laughs> in fact, speaking of Jason Lee, I just realized that he's in he's the bad guy in Mulan. I was like, hey, isn't that the guy who played yeah, where's right. he been? Yeah. I was like, where's he been? And I was like, okay, I recognize Kelly Hugh. She's playing a bad guy, gotcha. Right. So I'm like, wow, really more Asian more Asian actors. Cause you pulled him out of obscurity just to play a bad guy in Mulan. Like I'm not saying he's not good in it. I'm just saying that really? And Think okay, like, but Willis is just kind of walking in, going, "Yeah, mug, what's up? Welcome to the party." Pop, pop, pop. Where's my check? 
I I have alimony payments. <laughs> like, I, just, <laughs> I, just, I just feel like that's why he's working. He, like he owes somebody money. You know, like I got to be in this shitty film. Fine, I'll do my standard. You know, maybe give me three hundred and fifty thousand dollars standard acting fee for a person of my. You know, or give me half a million to be in your movie. Half a mil. That's more than the budget. I don't care. I'm, you want Bruce Willis? You get Bruce Willis. You pay for Bruce Willis. Like <laughs> you need Bruce Willis you know, money to play Bruce Willis in your film. Right. This ain't what you're talking about, Willis. This is Bruce motherfucking Willis. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you're gonna pay me because I had to keep that money and then pay to me. I think probably because <laughs> I think I owe her money. But then again, I think maybe he doesn't. I don't know. I don't know. Because she kind of made off with, you know, the younger Ashton Kutcher at the time. So <clears throat> I don't know if he, if Bruce paid her any alimony. I don't know. I don't know. But for whatever reason, Bruce Willis is now, you know, turning up on in every B movie that's on Netflix at the moment. Like, I just feel like someone should need to sit down and have a chat with him. Going, are you okay, sir? Because you're playing with people opposite that no one's ever heard of. Like, are you? Are you just giving these people their shots? Like, like, just like, oh, I'll put asses in seats, and then y'all let the kids carry it on. (laughs) Okay, but those movies look like direct-to-video movies. They're shot shaky cam. They're the quality video quality ain't very good. It's like almost like if you squint, you go, "Whoa, he looks good there." Like. Hey, it's just great. Is that Bruce Willis? Let me think. Yeah, oh my God, it's Bruce Willis. What's he doing here? I don't know. It's, we're an hour into this movie, though. How long is the movie? An hour and a half? And now he just shows up? <laughs> <laughs> and then all he does is say like a few lines and hands off. It's like what he did in, what do you call it? Um, G.I. Joe, the second G.I. Joe movie. Oh, jeez. <laughs> He's the original Joe. The rock walks up, shows, knocks on his door, and says, hey, we need your help. He says, okay, fine. Let me get my El Camino, shoot a machine gun from the back of it, and then walks off into the sunset. (laughs) Where's my check? (laughs) (laughs) One take, Willis. (laughs) One take, Willis. Cut, print, perfect. I'm out. But but you flubbed your line. No, No, you can fix it in post. Get somebody who sounds like me to overdub it. I'm out. <laughs> I got I to gotta make a commercial for batteries. <laughs> but, 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 I got to fight a prog. <laughs> for what? I, I got to walk on some kid show. I don't know. We're <laughs> 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 doing moonlighting year one, and it's me as a kid. I gotta, I gotta, you know, I gotta do the voice. I'm a talking baby somewhere. (laughs) 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 It's me. Here comes one take Willis. (laughs) He used to be somebody. Remember him? Yuppie motherfucker. The guy who launched a whole genre of films. The the unlucky hero. Uh, The guy who was in the right place, right, wrong, wrong place, right time. And uh, now he's doing one-offs. One take, Willis. That's what we're calling him. <laughs> one take. <laughs> <laughs> but to to switch perspectives here, Alan Rickman, the great Alan Rickman. Yeah. Um. Apparently, he's been he 
he's getting a book published. <laughs> um, Alan Rickman's 27 Diaries will be published as one book. Um, I'm a fan of Alan Rickman. I mean, since we're talking Die Hard, you know, it's his, it was his first movie. But everyone, for me, he'll always be Hans Gruber. But for a whole generation, he'll always be Sirius Snape. You know, some yeah. people, he's the Sheriff of Nottingham. Uh, some some people, it's what do you call it? What's his face uh, from um, Galaxy Quest? Like Grab Thar's hammer. Yes. You know? Um. So, but during his twenty five, he has twenty five years worth of diaries written by the late Alan Rickman is are going to be published. Um, the twenty seven handwritten volumes are full of quote witty gossip and utterly candid thoughts about his lengthy career as an actor and national treasure. Um, I mean, this is by, um, (laughs) yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure Alan Rickman referred to himself as a national treasure. Well, in all fairness, this article is coming from forreadingaddicts.com.uk. So, (laughs) um, the normally... At, at the time, the newly successful Rick, Rickman began writing a diary in the early 1990s with the intentions that would be, they would be published. Back when Rickman was known for his stage work, it became a household name for his work in movies as villains, Han, as villain Hans Gruber in 1998's Die Hard and the Sheriff of Nottingham in 1991's Robin Hood. Um, the, his diaries will walk fans through his time on set for various movies of which he was a part of, such as Galaxy Quest, the Harry Potter franchise, Sense and Sensibility, The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, and Love Actually. He wrote all the way up to his death in 2016 at the age of 69. Um, publisher Canningate will publish, it's going to be called The Diaries of Alan Rickman in autumn of 2022. So I just figured I'd throw out there. Um, it's apparently, there's a quote from the editor. Um, um, actually, it's... Um, Rickman, Rima Horton, Alan Rickman's widow. I'm delighted that Canning Gate will be publishing Alan's diaries and couldn't have wished for a finer appointment of appointment of editor than Alan Taylor, she says. The diaries reveal not just Alan Rickman, the actor, but the real Alan, his sense of humor, his sharp observation, his craftsmanship, and his devotion to the arts. Um, editor to Alan Taylor told media that Rickman's diaries were anecdotal, indiscreet, witty, gossipy and utterly candid uh, they make compulsive readings and offer the peerless offer a peerless insight into the daily life of a remarkable actor who has a beloved in the US as he surely was in the UK uh, the diaries contain Rickman's innermost thoughts on anything that interests him acting uh, his own and by others theaters he attended actresses he saw or worked with his political affiliation as a lifelong con- card carrying labor party member uh, there is, of course, a huge insight into his time on set with the cast and crew of the Harry Potter movie franchise, where he worked around for he worked for about a decade on those movies. Hmm. Uh, <clears throat> more than anything, though, the diaries reveal the real Alan Rickman, funny, compassionate, com- or occasionally provocative, and gives fresh insight into his art. Uh, he wrote his diaries as if chatting with a close friend. They provide pitch-perfect vignettes, short, pithy paragraphs, painting big pictures and offering intriguing insights into himself, his peers, and the world around him. They are intimate, perceptive, and very funny. 
I am going to buy that because I always liked Alan Rickman as a bad guy, as a good guy. Um, I heard he was very funny. Like, I'm also kind of hoping that he, <laughs> as a fan of the movie Dogma, where he plays Metatron, mm-hmm. I'm, hope- I'm hoping there's a whole book wrapped around writing, acting along Kevin Smith and Jason Mewes. <laughs> just to, you know, just to see, like, okay, what was his take at that time? Um, so yeah, I figured I, I, I saw that and I was like, oh, well, you know, I got a Bruce Willis, you know, article. I should dovetail that into a, 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 a hey, look, go read something. <laughs> I just, who are they going to, who are they going to get to do the audio book? <laughs> oh, cause you know, like usually you get an actor who you, if an actor writes a biography, they usually get him to read his own book. I'm kind of curious who they, who would you, like, who would you get to? do Alan Rickman like I'm not you know I'm not okay let me rephrase that I don't think someone should do a Alan Rickman impersonation to read the diary of Alan Rickman Mm -hmm. I feel like you should have a actor of that caliber to be able to do the book justice as an audiobook I don't know who you'd get I don't James L. Jones Morgan Freeman or no, it would have to be British. I was thinking either uh, Sir Ian e. McKellen or uh, Sir Patrick Stewart. Oh, those are two good ones. I would have, if Sean Connery was alive, I would like to see Sean Connery do it. Yeah. Yeah, you he know, would have been a good choice. My time at Die Hard. <laughs> <laughs> as, as Sherry Snape. <laughs> that uh, Harry Potter was a bitch. <laughs> 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 Uh, I'm trying to think what else I got Um, uh, you did bring you did bring an article and to the to the we brought a couple articles but this one you sent me and I sent you with with, uh, a hard (laughs) eye roll you know exactly what it is this is from the independent Um, (laughs) we talked last week's show that there's a possibility of I think her name is Jane Whitaker Mm -hmm. um, is, is potentially stepping down as the doctor right for who and for whatever reason Whoopi Goldberg wants to be the first American time lord amid Jody Whittaker's exit rumors <laughs> go on <laughs> well apparently BBC producers have turned her down in the past <laughs> so so this is not even like it's new news. This is like once again news, or here we go again news. <laughs> this is, like I said, from the Independent um, in, in, in the UK. Whoopi Goldberg has revealed that she wants to join Doctor Who as the first American doctor, but the show's producers previously turned her down. The sister act, they have to pull the sister act? Really? <laughs> First of all, I'm already mad. Like, I feel like this is now just a slander piece because I'm like, you could have, she won an Oscar in Ghost. Uh You could have used that one. Instead, you used Sister Act. That's insulting. Not saying Sister Act is a bad movie. I'm just saying out of the long color purple. There's a a body of work that that Whoopi has done that that would have been far superior the sister, like, act. The sister act. The six nun movie. Yes. 
So, the Sister Act star's statement comes amid rumors that Jodie Whittaker, who currently plays the Doctor, is set to step down from the BBC hit show after its forthcoming 13th series. Speaking to SFX Magazine, Goldberg said that she has discussed her Doctor Who aspirations with former Who star Tom Baker, who played the Doctor from 1974 to 1981. This is a quote from Whoopi. I wanted to be the first female doctor, but they have one, she said. I said to him, I love the idea of an American Doctor Who. I'm still trying to do it. Goldberg has hinted that her desire to play the time-traveling alien before when she made a guest appearance on David Tennant's podcast. <clears throat> we don't have a Doctor Who, she told Tennant. We don't have a character who has traveled through dimension and time and being an observer, sometimes a hindrance, sometimes a help. The idea of that is just the idea of that just so made me happy. Goldberg said that the BBC producers turned her down, turned her away from the role. Uh, they were like, um, no, she added. <laughs> so I was like, OK, I'm cool. I understand. <laughs> the latest episode of Doctor Who, uh, which aired on the BBC one on New Year's Day, revealed that comedian John Bishop would be joining the forthcoming series as the doctor's new assistant, uh, you know. But <laughs> just uh, will be really <laughs> look. I, I the one thing that I can appreciate Doctor Who being is that it is perfectly British. Yeah. Don't fuck it up by adding an American to it. <laughs> <laughs> well. <laughs> I mean, like, like I'm like, I guess I just can't see Whoopi doing it. I I really can't. Like, she's like, like especially if they get like some complicated, like you know, like sometimes with some of the phrasing and stuff when they talk about something like you know computerized or you know like some kind of you know theory or that kind of thing. Like, like I could just see her like, you know, like stop, slow down. Let's let's talk about this. Let's 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 put this in some kind of talk that I can you know. It's just all like this. This whole timey wimey speech gets spread, and she just goes, "Girl, you in danger." Because <laughs> <laughs> that's how I see it. I've been like, I'm like, I'm like, I, I'm, I, I, I've never, I don't know, if I've, I've got to. I mean, I don't know. I haven't seen a lot of her movies. I've seen. Some of her movies, and I've not seen that there, there any of them were bad. You know, I mean, she's a fine actress, but and she's again Oscar-winning actress. But it's going to get boiled down to, oh no, you didn't. No, <laughs> no, no. Uh-uh. <laughs> Tardis, you in danger? Like, I just Tardis, girl, you in trouble? <laughs> uh-uh. That no, uh, you did not just say that. <laughs> <laughs> don't don't make me get out of this TARDIS. <laughs> uh, I I will slap the taste out of your mouth. Go back in time just so I can do it again. That's <laughs> <laughs> the that's God. That, that's, that's that's the idea. Like I don't remember her doing anything like highly intelligent in in how I put this. <laughs> She is Star Trek adjacent. Yeah. Because she played Guinum. Gy- uh, Guinum, yeah. Guinum. Guinum. In, in Star Trek Next Generation, 
which was a glorified bartender. Okay, now I know she's got this great luxuries. I'm sure that right now a bunch of Star Trek nerds are flipping shit, going, "She was more than just that. She was a, a you know, the whole generation's things of her being a person at a time, just like like I know there's a moment. Yeah, I get it, but ultimately, she she was Sam Malone in space. <laughs> okay. <sighs> she'd walk up to the bar go I'm having a hard day guy and she'd pour you a drink go tell me all about it offer some words of wisdom send you about the day uh, something going mm, spaceship's in trouble girl and then go yeah <laughs> you know That's... that was it and now granted I liked her on the show she was a nice face to see and she was very calming her character is very calming very soothing very like very uh, bartender-y like, uh, you could just tell her anything and she'd have this word of wisdom, you know, pour as she's pouring you a drink and sliding it down the bar, go, you'll be fine, Picard. Just say, make it so and kick, drink, take a slam of that and you'll be fine, sir. Go. <laughs> but to be the doctor, I don't, I just, again, first of all, I don't think any American should ever be the doctor. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. That is not our. If you, I mean, we steal enough of their shit as it is. Three's Company, Archie Bunker, fucking The Office, Shameless. Like, there's enough shit we've taken from them that's given us over the years. Doctor Who doesn't have to be one of them. We could, because we would have to dumb it down. And we know what we did. It's called Sliders. (laughs) <laughs> I mean, time jumping from place to place. <laughs> I mean, Quantum Leap was better. Yeah. You know, but I just, I just, no. I just, no. I'm, I, I, that's where I have to fight for the British on this one. <laughs> Doctor Who stays British. It's a BBC, it's yours. I, I don't care who you get as long as there's I don't care if they're British if they're Scottish if they're Irish you just can't have an American you just can't I'm I'm sorry it's it's a European accent it makes it better just I just no it's like having Matthew McConaughey as a doctor <laughs> <laughs> all right all right all right let's get this TARDIS up and running <laughs> no that's the thing like if you go Matthew McConaughey or Whoopi Goldberg oh, I'll take Whoopi <laughs> <laughs> I get this timey wimey stuff going on right now. Go, it's the best thing about having a TARDIS. The girls, I keep getting older, but the girls stay the same age. <laughs> just, <laughs> uh, just don't, no, I just can't. You just, no, I just, just keep it British. Keep it British. I mean, <laughs> Whoopi Goldberg is your new Doctor Who. <laughs> like, Doctor what? <laughs> <laughs> First thing she takes, she changes the name of the Doctor to Doctor Say What? Doctor Say What? Doctor, you in danger, girl. <laughs> <laughs> Every once in a while, she gets possessed by a white guy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
No. That's a. Uh, <laughs> I, I can't. Just can't. I mean, now she's she's. I haven't yet to see um, the stand, the TV show, the stand. They re they redid it, or they've CBS All Access has got the rights to the stand, and they made a TV miniseries. And I know she's in it. She plays the um, the older, wiser, the, the captain of the good side, the good guys. Mm-hmm. Um, I've yet to see it. I'm. Now that I'm thinking about it, I'm like, well, I should really start watching that because I, I, I like the original miniseries. I'm kind of curious to see how they're going to handle this one, how different it'll be. But I just, oh, just stay in your lane, Whoopi. <laughs> uh, stay in your lane, Whoopi. Stay in your lane. We, your lane is the opinionated African-American woman on The View. Who occasionally does some acting? Who was really, really big in acting? Won an Oscar. I think she won a couple Oscars. I think, or at least she was definitely nominated at least more than once. I, I just no. You want to do? You want to? You want to do a victory lap of Guinan? By all means. But Doctor Who, no. Doctor Nope for me. Count that as a no, sir, rebub. No. <laughs> there. That's, that's, that's all I got, it. All right. I'm done. You got anything you like to add? No, no, no. Not this oh, week. You, that, that sounds like a, yeah, I kind of do, but I kind of don't. Nah, we, 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 I can see it for next week. <laughs> Oh, okay. Ah, there you go. Something to look forward next week, kids. All right. Ed's bringing something to the table next week, and you will have a review of, somewhat of a review of Hitman 3 for me next week, too. All right. Sounds like a plan. All right. Well, thanks for listening, folks. If you haven't already figured it out by now, you've been listening to Geeksters. (laughs) So make sure to go to our Facebook page, Geeksters Radio, and give us a like. Follow us on Twitter at Geeksters. And if you want to contact Ed or anything you've seen or heard on the show, you can contact him at ed at wordswithgeeks.com. Or you can contact Sean at sean at wordswithgeeks. Let me try that again. You can contact Sean at sean at wordswithgeeks.com. It's S-H-A-W-N. Excelsior. That was wonderful. Girl, you oh, I loved that. Oh, it was great. Well, it was pretty good. Well, it wasn't bad. Well, there were parts of it that weren't very good, yeah, though. It could have been a lot better. I didn't really like it. It was pretty terrible. It was bad. It was awful. It was terrible. Get him away. Hey, boo. Boo.